0: This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up what you want if you dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give away all the features on the site. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for access to their sites, so enjoy ours free. Again, freetalklive.com is the website. So uh, we'll talk to you about whatever you want, and Mark, we're going to start things out with one of your stories. I know you had something about a gentleman with a Hispanic name being harassed, which uh, doesn't seem like it should be a surprise these days, but I didn't realize, I guess, that it has gone this far. I mean, I know that the the Border Patrol is... Known for setting up roadblocks all over the place and harassing absolutely everybody that drives through to some extent. Certainly they're likely targeting people uh, with more melanin in their skin more so than than not. not, I'm not sure why they're targeting
1: this guy, but they seem to be. This is from Pro8news.com. A Laredo man has been speaking out against the Laredo sector border patrol tonight, saying agents repeatedly violate his rights. He says after several years of complaining, Border Patrol supervisors continue sweeping the issue under the rug. He says he spent 20 years in the military, all to be harassed by Border Patrol agents who seem to be taking advantage of their authority. Now the uh, concerned resident says either the U.S. is becoming a communist nation or people along the border are simply uh, considered second-class citizens.
0: I think probably a little both, maybe.
1: Carlos Gonzalez says he's getting home to his uh, ranch off Highway 83 just north of uh, Laredo means having to battle Border Patrol agents. It's just harassment in its purest form out there. Gosh. He says he's been tailgated and followed to his um, onto his property for no apparent reason. Not once, but twice this week. <laughs> this is the second time in four days. Four days apart, I've had these incidents, he says. Uh, this adds to a list of other instances over the past few months. On Monday night, he was even maced after asking an agent to leave his property. Andy says agents are doing other things that uh, may lead to someone's death. Gonzalez says at night, this highway is pitch black unless there's a full moon or Border Patrol agents are waiting along the sides. They'll uh, all of a sudden seems like a strange word choice there, that all of a sudden hits you with their uh, bright lights from the side. He says, Border Patrol agents will park along the side of the, um, side with all lights off and shoot a spotlight at the uh, driver as they pass by. You have the tendency to... I'm sure to
0: that's great for your night
1: vision. Right. Absolutely. You can imagine... They, they want to see in the truck. How are they going to see in the truck without shining a big light in your face? Uh, uh, you know, I've I've got, I've got this uh, thousand or excuse me, million candle watt spotlight thing. Mm-hmm. It thing will practically set your uh, set anything you put it on fire. <laughs> I mean, it's, and I'm sure they're hitting them things like that. You just can't see if you're in a room, a dark room, and you put this thing on and just shine it away from yourself. It's going to reflect off the walls so much you can't. You, you just can't see. Really? It's, like, it's like a a flash going off in That's your face. That's dangerous. It absolutely is. And I don't, as I've been getting older, at, I'm 38 now, I can't see as well as I used to at night. Uh, it, the the cars, their lights, they tend to blind me. Mm-hmm. I really do have to do what they suggest, which is look off to the side of the road when cars come by. It's, it's mm. a, it's a, it can be a very dizzying experience. Uh, Carlos here, little older than I am if he's yeah. spent 20 years in the military. And it has to affect different people differently. And I'm just saying this for the younger people that I, it used to be it didn't bother me at all to drive at night. But it's getting a little harder. And um, I, I can only imagine what it's like having you know, agents out there sh- shining these lights in your face on the side. They're right. gonna get, These agents are going to get killed doing this crap.
0: If you want to protect your vision at night, the only way to do it is with a red light, not any other color. It's my understanding that any other but then color. But you can't
1: tell a person's skin color. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs>
2: Well, we know they do profiling, and that's something that Barry Cooper well, talks about when he used to be a cop is how he profiled people to figure out whether they were like candidates, well, you know, <laughs> likely candidates for having drugs in their car. If so. it's
1: your job to find Mexicans in Laredo, Texas, I mean, you have to profile. You know, mm-hmm. Mexicans that are here illegally, of course you're going to profile. I mean, duh. You're not, you're not going to be going looking for the black guys that have uh, snuck across the border from uh, whatever the, the you know towns are
0: across El Hildago or something like that. So – how long has this been going on for? I mean, you mentioned there were two incidents this week. He what, says for months, months. Um, uh, 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 that it's been going on for him. But And he doesn't speculate as to why they're targeting him? He has no idea? he lives
1: on a road that apparently is a, just a, a, you know, a, a place where these people hang out. Let me finish up the okay. article here. Um, they'll all of a sudden hit you with their bright lights from the side. He says Border Patrol agents will park along the side with lights off and uh, shoot a spotlight at the driver as they pass by. You have the tendency to jerk your wheel because you don't know what's coming at you. They're going to kill somebody. They're going to kill an inexperienced driver. They're going to run one uh, one of us off the road. Border Patrol agents were not able to comment on specific incidents, but they sure say they Well, they're well trained to handle all situations. <laughs> what, a, what a response? Yeah. Don't worry, citizen. We've got it under control. We've been trained. It's okay. <laughs> when an agent encounters what he sees as a threat, he will Keep use You paying his- your taxes. OC spray or baton to effectively mitigate the situation using the least force necessary, says o. Jason. OC spray. Yeah. What does that stand for? I don't know. I assume it's the mace. Sounds like mace, yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Gonzalez says he just wants someone to listen. They've been trying to sweep this under the rug, and
0: we can't have it. We're well, gonna- they'll uh, you'll get someone to listen. But that's it. <laughs> I mean, eventually, eventually, if he really, you know, beats down on a congressman's door or something like that, He'll get someone to sit down and listen, but it won't go any further than that because what can they do? I mean, if you go to your so-called representative, because isn't that the kind of the, you know, you could go through the bureaucracy of the uh, the Border Patrol, but you'll probably be put on infinite hold and, uh, you know, you'll leave a message and no one will ever call you back, that kind of thing. You'll, you'll have doors closed on you with the Border Patrol. The representative will at least want to pander to you because the Border Patrol... Maybe. Well, well, because you're a voter, right? And, you know, it's a, Come it's a situation. Come on, a state
1: representative, perhaps, a United States representative. There's 435 of them to 300 There's a better million chance. of, it, uh, they're, of they're us. At the
0: very least, I'm not saying the rep it's himself will meet with oh, the person. Oh, you mean the, 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 the college-age kid they, that they that's uh, that's paging there? Yes, Who they cares? will. Who cares? I'm, t- I'm not tr- trying to de- uh, to defend this, Mark. I'm just saying that... The, the bureaucracy will not have any interest in responding to you. Keep your bureaucrats and training least, to yourself. I don't need. I don't need them. Well, they at the very least are going to try to pretend like they're interested in what you have to say, but that's as far as oh, it's going
2: to go. Especially if there's PR potential, you
0: know. Yeah, if there's exactly. a PR
2: potential that they can campaign on, get some pictures.
0: Right. If they, that's if, about it. if, if they feel like, you know, oh yeah, there's something here. There's no
2: Republican going to campaign
1: on this. this no, is probably true. <laughs> I <laughs> so, mean, yeah, come on. True. <laughs> I mean, the senator's liable, their staff is liable to tase this guy if he tries to go to the office. Uh, was, that's probably he realistic. he got in no right recourse. They're going to mace him, too. Let me finish up the last line here. Um, he says they're going to kill somebody. I don't want it to be yeah. me. Gonzalez says the border agents did offer medical help after they maced him, but still he oh, hopes great. that others will um, not have to go through similar incidents and will speak out, so he stops what he believes is flat-out harassment. This guy's got no recourse.
0: Oh, of course not. No, no. I never said he had recourse. I'm just saying the best he's going to get is to sit down with some you know, flunky at the representative's office and have a chat. That's the best that's going to happen. And best of the best, maybe, maybe, and this is like a .01% chance is what Dale's suggesting, is, you know, the uh, the representative decides to make an issue out of it and then, you know, goes and says, okay, well, I brought this up and they didn't listen to me and those those darn bureaucrats, we need change in Washington. Reelect me and I will make sure this happens, you know. So they'll totally use it to capitalize on their next campaign. That'll be the the best that ever comes out of this. The Border Patrol cowboys down there will not uh, stop doing what they're doing. There's no way that they – I don't know how you stop something like that beyond just mass non-cooperation and uh, disobedience. And I don't know if that would stop it anytime soon. I don't know. I mean this is such an experimental area. Uh, It's it's such an interesting time. It's a sad time, uh, but it's also very interesting because in the past – this stuff would go on, and it would go unspoken. Now, we've got all kinds of ability to cover these events today, but there's still very little that seems that can be done about it. I mean, there's nothing inherent, immediate that comes to mind that says, oh, yeah, well, we need to respond in this way. How do they what profile do do? the
2: illegal Canadian immigrants? Do they look for, like, hockey paraphernalia or something?
0: Yeah. there's. <laughs>
1: They don't really care that much about. It. I'm sorry, they're white.
2: they're white, so it's okay. They, I they think.
1: don't care that much about uh, illegal Canadians coming across the border. You know what happens? I had I, I, I had a uh, illegal German immigrant that I knew in Sarasota that I helped get a job
0: for. Well, they probably care about the ones that are coming across backpacking full of marijuana, you know, across the Canadian border. They might care about that. But. Otherwise, you're right. At that point, they're a drug dealer, not, a, not an illegal. Yeah. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. What do you do? I mean, if you live down south, what what kind of tactics, what techniques do you use to uh, to deal with this situation of these border patrol guards going crazy? It's Free Talk Live. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Features including archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the site or you're downloading convenience totally free. In fact, they go back for an entire year. It's all free at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project, your best chance for liberty in your lifetime. Get together with thousands of other activists all in the same geographic location to get active for freedom and learn more about the project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. Just a few more comments on your story, Mark, about the Border Patrol harassing at least one guy in you know that if this is happening to one guy, it's probably happening to a lot more that is going unreported. Maybe some of the people are just passing through. This gentleman works in the area and so is regularly uh, around and regularly harassed. So people that don't necessarily live in the area are, are probably getting you know harassed as they're passing through by the same crew of yahoos. And... I I had said earlier that the Border Patrol was going crazy, and maybe that's not really accurate. Maybe this is just the natural progression of things. I mean, this is what happens when people are given authority or they're given the idea that they have authority over others, uh, that over time they will grow in that level of control and uh, that desire to exert such control over other people. Generation after generation, just the, the, the problem compounds itself uh perhaps this isn't uh gone crazy perhaps this is just the natural outgrowth of the authoritarian system that uh, that we have i mean clearly the border patrol probably well, wasn't like this uh several decades ago but maybe that's not true maybe uh maybe they were this way it's just the communication was so poor there weren't we as many of them it. so
1: it couldn't have been as big that's true and um so they've dumped a lot of money in trying to stop the illegal uh you know influx of uh, illegal aliens or whatever but you've, you've got to think about it. The influx of paperwork violators. <laughs> right, That whatever they are. The, um, uh, you've got to think about it. If you put their, yourself in their shoes, what would you do? How would you be? Your job is to find illegal, and if you're in Laredo, Mexicans in the country. Remember, we talked about illegal Canadians. Canadians can come to this country and hang out and vacation all they want. They just can't get jobs and work legally. Whereas... Mexicans can't even vacation here because they're a different class of individual. They're brown. They're from a country that has different rules. Now, so anybody can say what they want or however they want. Some of the well, Mexicans have abused it, so they've actually, but is
2: it, Well, it's not about their country's rules, it's about our country's rules for how right. to treat them. How, how to p- 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 treat
1: people from that country. We right. have different rules for different countries. You can't just vacation here if you're from Mexico but the Canadians can. So, <laughs> is that true? It's got to be true.
0: Well, are you saying it's just because you're brown I, that you can't? I, are you kicking people out of this I think country? It's an,
2: I, well, I don't know if I shouldn't say purely, but I do think it's largely an enforcement. It's a. It's a. It's a, where they decide to focus their efforts on enforcement. Uh, this is the primary difference. Are
1: they kicking people out for living here, for being here illegally? Or are they kicking people out here for working illegally? Because
0: they're not calling them illegal workers. They're well, calling that's how them, they get on the map, is by working, right? That's sure. How they, I mean, that's how you eat too. You know. They show up on the radar. But if somebody's retired in Mexico and moves up here, they'd probably be mostly off the radar in, in that way. may very right? well
1: be. I don't know the specifics well, of it.
0: But, I mean, what you're saying is they're likely to be targeted because they're brown. So even if they're retired and it's they move up here. All you have here. to do
1: is go to the, the, the border and watch people come north, and you can see how they're treated. Yeah. I mean, you, can, you can see it's obvious that they're not just being treated like people going south into Mexico or north into Canada. But there's a, the a discrepancy, States.
0: sure. Absolutely. Sure. and And, of course, a, a job like that. A job where the description is you are on the right. southern border and you get to enforce the the border laws uh, means well, that, that people who are likely to not like uh, brown people will be attracted to that job uh, somebody who is a bigot, somebody who is a racist is going to be attracted to a position like that. Now I'm not saying all border patrol people are racist. Now, I wouldn't go out on that limb but I think it's fair to say in the same way that uh, you know, uh, the job of Catholic priests seems to attract a lot of people that are likely to molest children because there are Around children, teachers in in many ways are also some uh, kind of attract an attractive job. For I think there's other issues too. People like that, uh, yeah. But but if you've got a a, tr- a position of power over a certain group of people. You're going to attract the people that want to wield power over that particular group of people. It's very likely there are a lot of, uh, you know, rednecks that don't like Mexicans working for the Border Patrol.
1: I don't know the answer to that. But what I can tell you is that if you were made a Border Patrol agent and you didn't have any kind of philosophical thing against the idea and you were just a Border Patrol agent, what do you do? You've got to look for Mexicans. So, I mean, that's going to naturally get that way. Then um, you run across some white guy who's not being cooperative. Look, man. I'm finding illegal immigrants to keep you safe, jerk. And so what are you going to do? You're going to treat the the white guy like crap, perhaps Mason or whatever. This guy, of course, is both Hispanic and, um, you know, being and and standing up to the uh, Border Patrol. So, you know, it's obvious the Border Patrol knows, you know, innately, if you're working as a law enforcement officer for the federal government, you've got more clout than the average citizen. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just a reality.
0: Yep. So that's the story. And it's just one example of something that you can expect is going on a lot out there. And you're paying for it. I'm sure some of the people listening are, all that just warms their heart to to know that they're paying for this kind of tyranny. I'm sure that they just love the idea of uh, these laws being enforced on them Mexicans. But for me... I don't appreciate it at all. I don't appreciate paying for it. I will do everything I can to avoid paying for this kind of tyranny. I'm not interested in supporting it, and I'd like to. Uh, you know, I hope that someday when New Hampshire declares independence, or Keene declares independence, or whatever, a group of individuals declare independence. I hope that uh, at some point we can open the borders and encourage people from all around the world to to come here. I realize that's not an easy uh, thing to do. I realize that people have a they just have something against other people that were born on other plots of land i i don't I don't know how widespread that is. I mean, you mentioned, Mark, that you still have that uh, feeling when you hear about a plane crash. You tell that story a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, it's always just the Americans that are announced dead and that you feel bad if, if, if Americans die. And it's silly. It just seems more important. It's right. nonsensical. Sure. It's based out of nothing but arbitrariness. I mean, lines drawn on a map. And I guess my question is just how widespread is that? you know how how difficult would it be it would be a major coup to have new hampshire declare independence and leave the federal government like that would be a major coup it would be a major success for the freedom of the people in new hampshire but then you still have the xenophobia problem to deal with you still have that pro- you still have that issue being propagated that there is something to these lines in the sand because well the people within these lines in the sand went ahead and left a political designation that they were involved in before i mean i don't want to uh, to encourage that necessarily because I don't I don't appreciate that aspect of it. But at the same time, I do appreciate all the good things that could come from uh, from something like that happening. But I don't think that would solve xenophobia at all. I don't think that would do anything at all to uh, to solve people's issues with people of different skin color and different uh, place of uh, place of origin. Yeah, I, and, it's and frustrating. to some
2: extent, different cultures. I think that's, that's yep. part of it. But you
0: know, it's frustrating to me. I know that uh, Julia's brother used to live over in Portland, Maine. And there's a large Somali population in Portland, Maine. And I think that's great. I think that's awesome. But apparently, there's a number of people in Portland that uh, talk real nasty about the Somalis being there. It's just disgusting. I can't stand people like that. 800 259 9231, and I don't know what the best way to solve that issue is. It's Free Talk Live. Love your ideas. Across the
3: sands of time, from the lands of Abraham to the lands of Julius
4: Caesar, the metals of the earth were forged into the coin of the realm. Now you can own a piece of history with affordable ancient coins from the Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine eras. Guaranteed authentic by Janus Numismatics. Transport yourself to the distant past at ZeusCoin.com. That's Z-U-S-Coin.com.
0: live. You can bring up what you want if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Coming up, I got another email from the White House. <laughs> we should dig into that and see what they have to say this time around. You must be special. But we will uh, continue taking your phone calls, of course, because that's what the show's about. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231.
1: I want to tell you about the uh, new vitamin I've been taking. It's called Choose for Health's Super Fruit Complex. It's uh, got all kinds of berries and fruits in it and besides the vitamins. So the berries are a great source of antioxidants, and they eliminate free radicals. Free radicals are one of the causes of aging and cell degradation. Call 800-219-8874 if you want a free one-week trial of it. That's 800 219 219-8874. It's Choose for Health, and all you have to do is pay for the shipping and handling. 1-800-219-8874. All
0: right, let's continue taking your phone calls, or begin taking your phone calls. Ziggy is on the line across the pond in the U.K. Ziggy, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Right. Um, last Saturday, I switched on the radio um, on Saturday morning, and there was a familiar American accent, and I suddenly realized it was Glenn Jacobs.
0: Ah, Glenn Jacobs, also known as Kane from the WWE.
5: Yeah, he was over here doing some PR for some wrestling event. Anyways, I thought, well, there's a small chance I might ask him about his politics. So I sent in an email, you know, um, asking him to explain libertarianism, because it's not something which is often explained on the BBC. Um, (laughs) Anyways, they did get around to asking him about his politics, and one of the presenters went, Oh, we've got an email here from Ziggy um, asking you to explain libertarianism.
0: Oh, that is too funny. And I'm sure he knows who you um, are, Ziggy, because he yeah, listens yeah, to he, Free Talk He,
5: he said, I had, don't know him personally, but I've heard a lot about him. Chuckle, chuckle. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I was, I was a bit flabbergasted.
0: You got I mean, a mention got, from Glenn Jacobs. How about that?
5: Yeah, on, you know, national radio.
0: Now, now um, b- before you go on with the story, just kind of a, a quick uh, a point about what radio is like there in the U.K. Uh, at least talk radio, is, as far as I understand, the BBC is about the extent of it, right? Is there anything else as far there as... There is a talk
5: radio station, talk sport. So,
0: wait, there's um, there's, there's there's sports stations and, and the BBC, but that's about it as far as talk?
5: Uh, yeah, the BBC does have the odd in, but believe me, they. I've tried to get on... I have been on once or twice. I was on not so long ago about Asperger's, um, but uh, I remember once trying to ring up about uh, prostitution and saying that it should be legalized, and the editor wasn't having, having any of it.
0: And the, and the BBC is run by the uh, the British government, isn't it? Or is it like the post office kind of semi-government?
5: It's independent, but <laughs> when when they don't say nice things about the government, the government reminds it about its charter. <laughs>
0: Um, oh I gosh so there's no well, so there's no real privately owned talk radio stations up there are yeah, there? Yeah, there there is are sport. but they're only sports
5: uh I think they used to do political shows. I mean, I, I wouldn't listen to, listen to it, to be honest.
0: Well, though. now, you don't have to do a political show to have a talk radio show. There are some talk shows uh, here in America that are not political really in any way, shape, yeah,
5: or yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know, stuff like Coast to, to
0: Coast AM, uh, some hot talk shows are definitely not uh, political shows. This, yeah. by default, is not a political show. Dr. I, Joy Brown. Yeah, yeah. but I'm...
5: Um, Mostly over here, um, the phone-in shows are our football teams. People want to whine on about the plight of their football team more wow. than the plight of the country. Anyway, I've, I've got one other story
0: well, for you. Well, So are you done with the Glenn Jacobs story, just one minute. Yeah. out? Okay. okay, so great. Okay, yeah. go ahead.
5: Um, it's about, I don't know if you heard about this Brazilian TV presenter who also happens to be a politician. I'm um, not. He, present, he presents, um, the, I guess it would be the equivalent to America's Most Wanted. And there have been a spate of killings. And he's suspected of orchestrating these killings to uh, boost <gasps> ratings. No. But, but here's the clincher, and this has to be the ultimate um, piss take. Because he's a politician, he's immune from prosecution in Brazil. <laughs> I did send the, the story to Mark. Wow. I thought, like, yeah. I thought you would like it, Ian, because, I mean, if, literally, if you're a Brazilian politician, you literally can get away with murder
0: apparently mass That's murder <laughs> dunning that yeah. is amazing i mean i know things are bad here in the united states but at least from time to time they will consume their own you know at least from time to time they will go after the politicians for something escape code well, every now foley. and then yeah say again zig mark foley
5: i know he didn't murder anyone but right you know um was that the uh, guy
0: with the uh the bathroom thing with the shoe yeah, i mean
5: okay fair, fair enough t- that shouldn't be against the law touching but-
0: shoes yeah, I'll, I agree with you, but but it was so delicious because he's a hypocrite, right? I mean, yeah, he, exactly. he was saying on one hand that uh, he was, what, a, a family-oriented guy and anti-gay, because apparently if he you're had family-oriented, to, you're anti-gay. He uh, had to
2: cover for that, see? He had to c- hide that, and what's the best way to hide it? To go on the uh, offensive, right? What, wait, wait, I'm yeah. not sure what you what you mean. Oh, I mean, that that was a cover for him, the, him being so aggressively right. anti-gay you know, like, is it was a great much, cover it, for it, him.
5: It's always the ones who bang on about family values the most. Isn't it? Who, who are always the most, um, you know,
0: repressed. Right, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, it doesn't matter exactly how they're repressed. They're, they're just rep- repressed in general, and uh, the, and it res- kind of results in them you know, either molesting kids or... Uh, taking uh, child pornography pictures, or p- keeping child pornography pictures on their computers, or you know, there's uh, there's uh, hookers, hookers. It's you know, a lot of some of these things are okay. Uh, there, then there's the uh, the guy with the the touching the feet underneath the the bathroom stall, and you know, whatever else is going on, messing with the pages, the congressional pages, all kinds of. Uh, well, well, then there was Ted Haggard from, and I know he's not a congressman, but still, the the whole repression thing. Uh, Ted Haggard, the ma- me. Hmm?
5: Jesus, forgive
0: me. <laughs> Thank you, Ziggy. 800-259-9231. Ted Haggard, of course, probably the best, I think the best story of all. Uh, he was the megachurch guy. He was the pastor of the, I think it was the Denver or the Colorado, one of the Colorado there. Mega churches, And he was basically outed for snorting crank with a male, a gay male prostitute. Is so, that
2: the one that was on... Uh, Jesus camp or something. He, I believe, he yeah, was on he Jesus was. camp. I think I heard about that. He was on it briefly. Yeah, I finally saw that movie. Yeah. You
0: could probably type Ted Haggard into YouTube and, and see a picture of him, and you'd know you'd know oh. for sure he's fairly yeah. recognizable.
1: And um, I I saw an interesting thing on the internet, and it's a it's a little coarse and everything, but it kind of uh it it goes along on this uh it, at least it, this story reminds me of it, is they they talk about God being omniscient and God being sinless, and if God is omniscient, He must know um, what it's that like to be is, Ted Haggard, yeah. right? Like he knows what it's like, so he must know what it's like to snort God. to snort yeah. crank off of a uh, gay hooker's penis and <laughs> <Is that laughs> enjoy what <happened>? it.
2: <laughs> well, whatever, right? I mean, something
0: they were the doing, guy from Jesus Camp, by they, the way. They were doing it yeah. They were doing crank right. and having gay sex. I whatever think. it was, they were doing, right? But you know, know it's specifics. fine. It's fine with me if you want to snort crank and, and have sex with somebody. But I, then that's don't your go on and preach against that. That's exactly the issue. That's always the ones preaching about it. But
1: I was. I'm I'm just making the point about omniscience for God and yep, please sin and sin being around the, I, the the whole gay sex thing. Um and and so you've got a you've got a conundrum here. If God's all knowing, he must know what it's like to enjoy the idea of doing what it is that Ted Haggard was doing. And um because if, if he so, didn't know about then, it the Jesus's definition of lust, which is uh, you know Jesus it says that to lust is to sin. So God must know what it's like to, to lust sin. after this scenario that ted haggard was in how could god not know right, right? how could not god not be you know if be it, sinful right if if the idea and i i you know i don't think that i don't think it's a sin for one
0: we're talking about the christian god here from Correct. their
1: perspective i don't think that lust is a sin i don't think that uh i, I don't think that um you know gay sex is a sin there's no sin right well, I I think that there's immorality, and I'm willing to call that sin. That's all. Okay. I think that uh, harming others, uh, it, fraud to, against others, those it depends those things are on sin. your
0: moral, moral code, though. You're, you're analyzing it from your moral code. There is no overarching uh, definition of what that can be. What uh, sin what a is. sin is.
1: Yeah. A sin is uh, you know something that separates you from God is what they what I was taught. But you know, so disobeying but, the stuff in the Bible, of course, is a sin. But what
0: you're saying is that's not possible.
1: It's the, what the the stuff in the Bible. What we're told that the biggest Sin, it seems uh, the the most biggest broadest sin out there, according to most of the people that it seems to me that uh, are the loudest that go to church, are well, being being gay. And then I'm what I'm telling you is, God must know do what it's think... like and like the and, and must know what it's idea
0: must know what it's like to like the idea. Do you think Christians would say? I mean, not all Christians obviously, but do you think some Christians would say that uh, being gay is a worse sin than murder? I don't think they go that far. All right. Well, more on the way here. Wouldn't God also know what it's like to murder? More coming up. We'll talk about it. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. Toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We'll give you all the features free, and if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. It's that simple. You know Amazon. They sell virtually anything you might want to buy. Dozens of categories. They've got used items if you need to save a few extra bucks. And you can save money on shipping if you buy new. They've got free, super safer shipping on a whole lot of products. So head over to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, get the stuff you need, and get Free Talk Live a cut when you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. So I want to continue just on this, this topic, because I, I think it's pretty interesting, it's you know, theological discussion about... The Christian God. Now, obviously, each uh, religion right. has I, their I own tenets. I don't know how to, um, to differentiate. Uh,
1: I'm a Quaker. Quakerism is a what they call primitive Christianity, or at least that's how William Penn described it. And I think it's a very good uh, description. Christianity... It's,
0: it wasn't. Christianity's it, focused around Jesus. Is Quakerism focused around Jesus? I haven't.
1: Well, um, not today, nearly as much as it was. Yeah. But what you have to consider is Christianity. That when with the way commu- communication was in the first, second, third centuries, these people by and large had no idea who Jesus was. Uh, if you look at Jesus, his birthday, it's the same as Osiris's and all these other guys, um. You know, many of the tales they fit around uh, Oedipus, and um, you know so many of these other gods. Didn't Oedipus love I, his mom? Everything a lot?
2: that was written about Jesus was generations after his death, Absolutely. Or, or ascension, depending on what you believe.
1: Absolutely so. true. So, um, you know, there, there there are different religions that would use, uh, you know christ as their their centerpiece but they had all kinds of different beliefs about them some of them didn't believe he existed on earth mm-hmm. i, I mean, went
2: to my first quaker meeting by the way
1: yeah oh cool um mm-hmm. uh, did you uh, i mean do you believe you that just blow him off Hercu- well He's i was mean, trying to tell you about his
2: experience here we he
1: can talk like, about whatever, his experience man. shortly I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm on an issue here um hercules do you believe he listed um existed on earth uh I don't know, I don't think so either i'm mean, I'm thinking he probably didn't. maybe there he, was it a, might a be an amalgamation
2: man. of stories about different heroes that yeah sure. absolutely true became hercules and, and
1: this is kind of how people thought about Jesus in some of the different sects of Christianity around, and so you know, fine and dandy. That's all fine for me. Jesus, uh, you know, it's it, it speculated was, in fact, a sun god um, you know, modeled after Osiris. So can Christianity, can you now call Quakerism primitive Christianity?
2: Would, would it fit into your definition?
0: I don't know. Right, I don't really fine. know that much about Quakerism. I know that I like what I've heard. You know,
2: on the note of God knowing everything and therefore he has to know sin, uh, I, I, I had this thought too. If you, if your soul is eternal... And some people believe it is. And some people believe everything about you is going to be preserved in your soul. Does that include all of your sinful thoughts and every <laughs> all the bad things that happen to you? Or, or, you know, is that good? I mean, because some people say that can't go into heaven because heaven's a pure place if they believe in heaven. So how do you, you know, are you not the same person? When you, when you get into heaven, is all that stripped away and you're a different person altogether? <laughs> all good questions, right? <laughs> It, it it just doesn't make much sense to me. The what idea, doesn't the,
1: the, the idea that the that these that you can sin through thinking, uh, to me sin uh. makes perfectly good sense when you start applying uh, the moral code s- similar to the idea of uh, libertarians. When people hear it immediately, it strikes a chord with them that wow, that's true. Um, the 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 idea that force or fraud that it's 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 bad to initiate force against your neighbor. Most um,
0: people would agree with that,
2: but, but there I'm, are exceptions. I'm going to upset some people because I've been giving a lot of thought to this lately, and I I haven't really, you know, it's one of the, as a libertarian we really think about these things deeply, like what's right and wrong and all that stuff. And I th- I have difficulty. Certainly, I have difficulty being angry at someone or feeling like they are in the wrong if they in their heart do not feel they're doing wrong like if they don't know any better uh, now that's like not an, it should be an excuse because i think a lot of people do know better and they tell themselves anyway. they they tell themselves otherwise and they have elaborate justification schemes right but if you in your heart do not know any better i mean like if someone's you know mentally disabled uh, or something usually if and if you do something accidentally you can do force or fraud accidentally certainly sure. that's not you know that's not immoral fraud wouldn't be accidental Right. Well, that's that's a good point. I mean, but you you could I'm saying you could do harm to someone accidentally and uh, and it would not be, you know, your intent. So your intent is sort of a a sort of relevant. Absolutely. Um, All crimes, as far as I'm concerned, are thought crimes. I I,
1: I get that. Um, I understand that intent is an an important aspect. So do you are you saying that uh, then uh, bureaucrats who are uh, enforcing the will of the government, even if uh, against
2: people who haven't hurt anyone else, are then in the right? No, I wouldn't say they're right, but I would have difficulty. I'm just saying I have difficulty feeling angry about them, and I have difficulty even—I don't know—even know, even, maybe even calling their actions immoral. I mean, it's bad. Their actions are bad, and they're, and 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 we should
0: try and enlighten well, them. Well, their actions maybe their actions may be immoral, but their motivations or the, yeah, what's behind uh, them may not. Sorry, be. yeah,
2: I'm sorry. I guess yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the word moral – when you get when you use the word "moral," it gets really complicated. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, but, I think I so, mean, and that's th- a different definition for different people. So,
0: so, so, what you were saying before, Mark, is, it, let me make sure I'm understanding this. You were saying that the Christian religion tends to hold that God is omniscient, right? All-knowing God. Yeah, all-present. Sure. Right. All-powerful, uh, uh, omnipotent, uh, omniscient,
1: and uh, omnipresent.
0: Now, uh, now, so what you were saying is, so if God is all knowing by their belief system, that therefore God must know what it's like, and there are to,
1: in their belief system, there are sins that one can commit by knowing or by feeling and by experiencing them um, in lusting one's mind, after
0: sure. uh, one's neighbor's wife or
1: something like that, so right? That, that kind of stuff. I th- think uh, in the Bible, Jesus said that you know the man that feels wrath against his neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. I, um, it has committed sin.
0: So you're saying that uh, in order for God to be all-knowing, God must know what it's like to think those thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. But where are you going? What's the conclusion there? That uh, you know, Because couldn't, you, couldn't the Christian say, well, you know, of course God knows what these things are. He's omniscient, and that's why he said you are not to do these things. Because God, God didn't like the way he felt. when. But he, then but God was is things. sinful then. I mean, he, he
1: exists yes, but, but he's outside a, he's of exact. time, so he must be experiencing them now. He's all knowing. Mm, he has to times. be experiencing them, experiencing them at this moment. What it's like to feel lust, or uh, you know, whatever.
0: Okay, okay, but uh, but but you could the Christian could point out that well, that's all okay because. We're here doing our thing, and so we should follow the rules that the, that God has allegedly laid down. Uh, I thought God and created us in his
1: image. I mean, don't we get choices? God gets to make the choices of which rules are laid down, but he gets to break them? That doesn't seem right. Isn't that how that's it That's a just works? God? Isn't it? <laughs> it is not. No, no, no.
0: God's just. Isn't that how our it works government. With the government? <laughs> the go- exactly. The government lays down rules. Sure, they get but the, break the government them.
1: is unjust, and I think everyone would agree on that.
0: Well, now that's your interpretation of what just is, isn't it? I, I guess. I don't know. That that's just. It doesn't seem to me like you're really nailing. I, I, while you're making a good point, it doesn't seem to me like you're really nailing down the Christians with with that. They could it, they it, can square them out. I
1: don't it. intend to nail anyone right. down. Please believe whatever you want. What's What's
0: a Christian supposed to take away from this? That.
1: Perhaps all the sins that are listed, like maybe the Bible um,
2: has been edited along the way.
1: Mm-hmm. Three thousand years worth of uh, worth of
2: manuscript and there, rewritten and reinterpreted. Sure, different, through different languages and different interpretations. And it's a translation, different a translation over culture after culture after culture and reinterpreted it. So
1: you know um, all these things that you know. Maybe some things have been edited a little bit. It is that's really something you have to ask yourself. You know that there are yeah. different manuscripts out there. There were gospel. Gospels of Mary and the Gospel of Thomas, and uh, I think it's George and the Dragon. Sir George and the Dragon was one of these uh, (laughs) old. I mean, uh, there's uh, uh, dragons, Nicodemus. Uh, There's Uh all kinds of uh, books out there that didn't make it, make the cut into the Bible, and you have to ask yourself. Who edited this book? Isn't the editor more important than the writer in, in the newspaper process? Sure. absolutely. They write the, guy, the headlines. The guy, the guy who gets to uh, the, the guy who gets to, to mark out which makes it and what doesn't in the article is in fact rewriting the book. Mm-hmm. Who who edited the Bible?
2: They don't even know. And if you look at a lot of the original like Arabic meanings of words. And if you, you know, if you look at the original, just going from Arabic into English, yeah, I mean, there's a book I think called What the Bible Really Says About Homosexuality, which just scratches the surface in one subject. But just from that, you get a feel for how much of it is like really, really. There's so much interpretation going on. If you looks at like if you look at places in modern Bibles that say homosexual, and he goes and looks back at that word, and and like back in the culture in the Arabic of the time, that that meant like a male prostitute. So it was like, uh, and even that, even in a very specific kind, too. It was a very, you know, and then to interpret it the way it was, it, it was, it's very odd. So you know, there's anybody, a
0: lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff. Who, in who would be surprised yeah. by some bigot uh, going ahead and putting their personal belief system into some sort of book like that? I mean, who well, would be shocked by that?
1: You, you, um, if you look at the Council of Nicaea, where they decided, where they made, made the decision as to whether or not Jesus was uh, a god, and that was going to be the idea of the church, because uh, Constant, uh, Constantinople, or Constantine, wanted everybody to get kind of, On the same page on some of these things. Well, at at that point, some people believed he was God and some people didn't believe he was, you know, thought he was a prophet. Those people were wrong. I mean, they just came to a consensus. This was
0: a vote, people. We've seen how that works. More on the way here. Hey, do Christians believe they're separate from God? I'd like to know that. More coming up. Hour two is on the way. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. We're launching here into the second hour of the show, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free. Also, you'll find Dale's website to be a free, featured website. Anarchyinyourhead.com is his site. He is uh, an artiste. A comic artist, and com is a fine, fine internet comic. So head on over there. It's also a, a place where you can get Dale's essays. And you mentioned uh, that you've written something about the soul, and that is available right now at AnarchyInYourHead.com. Yep, with
2: a cool little graphic I made for it as well. Was
0: that you? That, okay, I thought that was you. That, That's that, my that, work, that, yeah. I liked that. Uh, That's more design work than cartoon. I I saw the uh I saw the graphic. I haven't had a chance to read the article, but I am interested as I said to you during the break. I've had it pulled up all day and I just haven't had a chance to actually read it, but I will get to it. Uh but we are kind of on a a theological, spiritual uh bent here at the, at this point in the show this evening. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything at 800-259-9231, but we are talking about and I guess Mark you kind of kicked this off by uh talking about the the issue from the Christian's perspective. And you spent a lot of time in a, in a Christian school when you were growing up, plus you were in prison for sort nine of years. Sort traditional so. Christianity as
1: it's practiced in you know among Protestants today, I guess, is probably the best way to describe,
2: you know,
0: yeah. Plus you read the Bible a lot while you were in prison, so mm-hmm. you're pretty familiar with that. Uh, Dale, what's your religious history?
2: I was raised Southern Baptist. I was like okay. an inch away from the snake handlers. <laughs> a, we, we didn't we didn't handle snakes but uh snake handlers walkers. The, well i i say that only because the snake handlers are in georgia apparently in like south georgia okay it's the ones that drink strict nine solutions and handles, handle rattlesnakes and that you know god put, it says in the bible somewhere that that the, those Excellent. with faith will you know handle snakes and drink poison or something
0: how often do they get bit oh fairly often yeah, and then they can just say oh you don't have enough faith that's what they say that's exactly <laughs> it yeah <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's it's
2: self-fulfilling. And, you know, it uh, it's, it's, it's proves it, you know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I was raised Presbyterian down uh, in Florida and kind of got away from that as uh, as an atheist when I was a teenager and have since transferred into a uh, pantheist today. But we're talking about from the Christian perspective. Uh, I, lean,
2: I lean pantheist, by the way. It's only the theist part of pantheist that bothers
0: <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, you had told me the other day yeah. you've you've crossed the line. I'm
2: I'm I, I I I've actually used the word to describe myself sometimes, but I still flinch a little so bit. So you need a better word. Then. I, I mm-hmm. do need a better word because I don't. I mean, I wouldn't say so much. I think the universe is God as yeah. much as I. I. I mean, I don't know if I. The, the whole notion of of God sounds is, separate. Right. Is, it's it, it has a meaning that it, historically, and none of them seem to match my notion of what I think of as more like the universe is waking up.
0: Is becoming conscious it, it, of itself, it, it, yeah, and
2: and and that that is inherent in the nature of the universe to do that, like that, the, based on the physical laws, right. and, and my own experiences of it and everything. I, I'm out still of random- basically
0: atheist. Because out of randomness, create comes order.
2: Yeah, it's a very odd, an odd thing to happen. Uh, I mean, it's not odd if you think about how like natural selection works and things like that. Mm-hmm. It actually makes sense that order would emerge out of chaos.
4: And the evidence um, all shows that. Yeah, I mean, happening.
2: our our experiences show that. But it's a remarkable trait of the physical laws of the universe i mean and, and so and if you look at um you know so there's it, it seems as if there is a, a selection process that takes place that's very similar to how we ourselves make decisions if you look at if you look at when you're going through your life you're 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 not so much picking things you're going to do as eliminating things you're not going to do. You know, you're presented okay. with all these choices. Uh, not a lot. You know, you can't you're doing do any, both. You're you doing, can't do anything you want. But, you're but,
0: certainly doing more of uh, not choosing things than you are of choosing. Well, them. You're I, certainly I, eliminating I more than you are choosing.
2: I, I just think of our, our conscious. What, what we have is our conscious experience is the experience of of, of our minds doing that. Or going through and we're weighing all these different things. We can only do one thing at a time. Right. You know, we can, I mean, you can kind of multitask, but even then you're kind of dividing yourself, doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that real fast. Happens. And and so that's that's essentially, you know, the way we multitask. But you're essentially only doing one thing at a time, yes. much the way a computer does it, uh, you know, much more elaborate, of course. And and the way you're doing that is, you you know, at, at every point in time, you have to decide of all the things that are out there and you have to give weight to one thing that you're going to do. And if you look at that, it's I look at it as like a process elimination that's very similar to like natural selection. And so, so, so is there not... Is that is that experience of natural selection not similar to consciousness?
0: It must be. I, I think. I think you're right. I think you're onto something there. In some and way. and
2: look at now. And and look at how I. You know, when I move my arm, you know, I can feel things with my arm and such. And if I can move it by sending signals down my arm, well, what other kind of things act much like that? We've got radio signals traveling all over the world, and I'm saying things that are affecting people in other parts of the world that might affect their actions, and then in return might affect me. And who knows if there is not some orderliness to that whole big mess that we aren't aware of any more than, like, any cell in my body isn't aware of me. So this, who knows? If you if know? this natural <laughs> se- right. If, if
1: this natural selection that is, uh, looks, uh, acts remarkably like consciousness, then perhaps, like, you know, what's the difference between it, it being consciousness and acting like consciousness? How do I yeah. know, in fact, I am conscious? I, I, that's or just it. I'm, I've, I've I, just
2: got a bunch of cells that are acting like they're conscious. I don't know. I'm not saying – I don't say it definitively or in any way that I can prove scientifically. So there is a leap of faith there, but it's not – Blind faith It's based on experience and evaluation and interpolating, but it is certainly possible that it's very similar to, to our consciousness. I well, don't know.
0: And how could you be separate from it, right? I mean, if everything is all basically one uh, one, but vibrating differently in different ways, I mean, if you look down at the cellular, uh, the atomic level, uh, this table that we're sitting at here is vibrating, right? And you're sharing electrons well, with it. and it, The boundaries are blurry. There's no doubt about it. So, and that's so, one of
2: the things I talk about in the art Today, so right,
0: so that. your consciousness is natural selection. It's all you know, basically one thing, but different. At or or layers.
2: Time. It's almost like layers, you know, like you know, um, different different levels of of decision making going on, you know.
0: And that's you kind know. of one, of where, one And of, even
2: in one person, you've got subconscious mind and conscious mind, and it's all part of you. You know, it's right. it's you know, it, it's it's a lot of people don't think of it. You know, you go to sleep and have a dream, and it's like. I didn't pick what to dream about. Well, yes, you did. It just, you just didn't you pick didn't it at a conscious it. level.
0: And so. I think that's what you're saying is, again, to tie back around to the, one of the first things you said is that the universe is becoming conscious of itself to the point where these things have all been happening. You know, natural selection has been going on and we have been less than conscious of it. We're becoming more and more aware of different things and we're becoming more aware of our role in all of this. And we're beginning to, you know, like we say on, on freekeen.com, peaceful evolution, you know, Making the decision to evolve, instead of just evolution being this process, this sort of scientific process that's that's happening out there, actually making the conscious choice to direct. Well, it's uh, just uh, mankind's the, the process
2: evolution. is accelerating. I mean, I, I just look at it like that. I mean, uh, th- this is l- like Free Keen. If you look at uh, what's going on in Keen, all these activists are moving here, and all this stuff is going on. I think it's because that it's, it was time for it. I mean and and look, the internet yes. is there, and all these all these ideas are propagating so much faster uh the mainstream media is no longer just sending st- propagating stuff out to everyone and deciding who gets to hear what and and what ideas uh get talked about and 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 now ideas with merit have can can float to the top that much faster mm-hmm. in this huge sea of information and so I think there's the, the the whole evolutionary process in terms of socially in terms of our evolution socially.
0: Is accelerating. I think it's. We actually have, like have more a, choices. I mean, it's, it's an talking,
2: exponential thing. You were so. talking
0: about picking uh, what you don't like and what you do like, and so now because and the of choices that can be made faster. Right. We have more choices uh, available to us. The choices can be made faster, and everything's just. Keeps and and, and
2: and and we're making them in a social way. I mean, lots of different people are making choices, and people, and then these good idea. If an idea is good, and a lot of people can get that idea quickly and evaluate it quickly and say, "Wow, that's a good idea," they can. Pull their efforts and make stuff happen, right. uh, and so much faster because of the the degree of communication that we have. So,
0: so I, again, I'm going to ask this question, and uh, it's back to this conversation that we were having about kind of the traditional Christian perspective that God is supposedly all knowing. And I remember when I was in the Christian church, uh, them saying stuff like, you know, God is everywhere, you know, God's all around you, right? Well. Does that mean that Christians believe, and it's always been my impression that they do, but I can't really speak to it because I was just a young person when I was involved in their religion, so I can't say I really know much about it. But don't the Christians believe they're separate from God? Like, as a creation of God, they are somehow like completely separate from God, even though they believe that God knows everything? There's so many different
2: flavors of Christianity, you can't possibly make that statement. I think a fair okay. number do. I would say a fair number do, but of course you can't say that. Do they believe
0: believe those who do believe that? Do they believe that the tree is God, but they aren't? You know, is the bush God? And the Bible says
1: God is all in all. So that would mean that you would have to be part of God.
0: Which would make Quakerism a somewhat Christian religion, as you were saying before. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And those features include the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. Just go to wiki wiki.freetalklive.com. Get interactive for free. That's wiki.freetalklive.com. And check out the Low Country Liberty Report. This Ridleyographer from Savannah, Georgia, focuses on pro-freedom issues around the country. Liberty-oriented reports for liberty-minded folk. He doesn't pretend to be unbiased in his reporting. Does try to add some humor to his reports. Find his videos at lclreport.com or join the LCL group on Facebook or Twitter. That's lclreport.com. Our number again, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Talking on a theological uh, theme here, this at this portion of the show, as we have for the past few segments. What brought us uh, into this was a discussion about Christians and their belief, allegedly, that God is all knowing. And you'd pointed out, Mark, that that would mean that God would have to know. The Christian God would have to know. That uh, what it's like to get pleasure out of snorting crank off of, a you know, a, a gay hooker or, you know, doing some other so-called sinful activity, uh, you know, uh, whatever that might be, that uh, an all-knowing God must know what it feels like to enjoy those things, which means that God has sinned, is what you were saying. And And, that's
1: that that, that's the understanding as if as they define sin uh, the way I was growing up in Christianity, I I would still call I I would call myself a a Christian if you can call Quakers, um, you know, Christians. I'm not sure, you know, the 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 title kind of bothers me. But at the same time, I I don't want to alienate people with the, the terminology. I just think that what Christianity Christianity is today is not what it was meant to be. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, and, and you can see that um, because we are talking about the issue of whether or not Christians believe, and again, there are a lot of different sects of Christianity, so I'm sure there are varying different beliefs, but it's always been my impression that a lot of Christians believe they're they're separate from God, that they're lesser, you know, less than uh, God, and so therefore not necessarily part of God. Even though they believe that everything around them might be God, they don't believe they themselves are God because they're somehow lower, you know, they can, they can sin. They don't believe God. Do Christians believe God can sin? They, I suppose they believe he could, but just doesn't. He, there's a, there's an doesn't.
2: aspect of that, I think, that, and this is very similar to the worship of government that people do now. Uh, in a secular way, they replaced their religion with government. There's a an aspect of that which is not wanting to grow up and wanting to – be in this childlike state forever where someone else takes care of you mm-hmm. and they're like they just have to struggle through this life and then go back to being in that state of i'm a child again and there's this parent figure that's going to take care of me and that and that bothers me a little bit that i think that it concerns me that that i don't think that's psychologically healthy to be in this state of thinking that um that you're always this 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 sort of pitiful little creature that has to be taken care absolutely. of absolutely know?
0: I think that does uh, I think that does a, a lot of damage. And so if you say mark that uh, it says in the Bible that God is all in all then that would suggest mm-hmm. that that uh, that you know the Christian should believe that God is them and they are God and they're inseparable, right? Yeah. Which now I had said that that seems like a Quaker thing, but you kind of corrected me during the break is that not necessarily a, a Quaker belief that that uh, you know God is everything or everything is God, all well, is God, all that is is the goddess get 10 quakers in a room and
1: you'll get 10 different opinions on things
0: um the quakers essentially (laughs) that's a good thing by the
1: way quakerism is a practice and essentially a belief in peace Hmm. that's really all the religion seems to be the only thing that
2: that binds them definitively is is a belief in peace in peace and
0: peaceful action and yeah Let's go to your phone calls. Uh, you're welcome to comment on this or bring up anything. Matt is in Illinois, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Matt.
3: Hi there, Ian, Mark, and Dale.
0: Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Um,
3: all right, this is. I, I actually was thinking about this about a week ago, and uh, it's just kind of difficult to wrap your mind around. But um, and Mark would would be able to answer this question. Uh, isn't it in the Bible? Doesn't in somewhere in the Bible it say that God Uh, gave man free will. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, if God gave man free will, God cannot possibly know everything.
0: How do you know? How how can you make that I've made
2: that argument before.
3: Because if you have free will, then God cannot interfere with that free will. So he cannot possibly know what you are going to do. He can... Take his best guess at what you're going to do, but he can't know for certain.
0: Well, I guess you're putting God on the on a time frame. You're you're putting uh, God within the same sort of time creation that uh, that we all live in. And if if God is uh, spans past and beyond time, is uh, sub time or outside of time, then uh, wouldn't it be true that uh, a God that is all knowing would be able to uh, ascertain what your choices would be?
3: Well, then everything's predetermined. <laughs> if that's happened, everything's predetermined, and you might as well just give up. I mean, right, here's
0: the thought for it's you: it's
1: a
2: does, dilemma that bothers there, me too. Does God Himself have free will?
3: Uh, that's that's a that's a good if he, uh, question. And if uh,
2: does He know what He's and, going and, to do and in, in my the future? Mind,
3: yes, He has free will. And in my mind, in my belief system, uh, the real sin is the sin of forcing someone to to do what you want them to do, you know, in terms of, of force.
2: So you don't you believe God's omniscient.
4: Them.
3: You can teach okay. them God in, in in his own way is maybe trying to teach us things, and it's it, it could be very difficult to understand God
2: mm-hmm. uh, Let me finish because this he is thought, on then. another level. Let me finish this thought, and you don't think he's omniscient then?
3: No, I don't. Okay. I don't believe That's, that guy. The, then you,
2: sure. don't, you don't face that paradox then, because the people who say he's omniscient and he has free will, does he know what he is going to do in the future? And if he does, can he change his mind? In which no. case, he didn't know what he was going to do in the future.
0: <laughs> no, the... the, the um.
2: But
1: that's not a paradox okay. for you well, because yeah, you don't well, believe that. But both. wait a
0: minute. But wait a minute. Well, there's another factor that we can bring in here. What about the multiple universe uh, theory? You know, the the idea that essentially every choice you make is splitting off uh, another entire universe uh, into existence, basically. Like there was the the Matt that chose to not call Free Talk Live tonight. You know, you, you, that Matt had free will, and he chose to not call. You had free will, and so you chose uh, to make that call. And so, therefore, if God exists outside and and uh, you know beyond all of that, then he can he knows that all of those choices, like y- the entity that you know as yourself, had have free will and whatever choices you make, you you do have that freedom to choose. But you know, God also knows what all of the choices are on the table and knows what happens if you choose each each direction. Is that possible? Like you you're you're basically a, a rat in a maze. Essentially, you have different options, different places you can go different choices are in it like a, essentially a very complicated video game uh and so whatever the path is that you choose god knows whatever's down that road is that possible
3: wow uh, it's a possibility <laughs> uh, is, it a, is it a probability i don't i don't even know that um
0: well there's no way to know these things that's why yeah, we're we're just talking um, right, about it
3: exactly it's it's that's, that's highly theoretical and um I actually, I my personal belief system is that each and every one of us can actually become godlike, or spiritually, we can evolve into a a godlike being. I agree
0: completely. In fact, I think maybe I
3: that's where the whole multiple universe thing comes in. Yep. Maybe when we evolve, we create. These other universes
0: that so you I, I like that's an, uh, I feel like that's kind of the point. I'm going to bring it back here. More on the way. The point is to, uh, to evolve to a godlike, uh, as godlike a state as possible. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live.
6: This program
7: is brought to you by FreeKeen.com. FreeKeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. FreeKeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. FreeKeen.com.
0: Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. Oh, Mark. Sorry about that. Yeah, i to drop by. And He's not important enough for a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You can dial in. You can bring up anything. That is the point of the program. You can also join us online at freetalklive.com. We have the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove. they listen to the show, head to shrine.freetalklive.com see what it's all about. Shrine.freetalklive.com.
1: Sicle CAI is the main sponsor of Free Talk Live. Uh, If it wasn't for Sicle CAI, Free Talk Live wouldn't be taking the form that it is today. I I, I couldn't tell you what the future would look like otherwise, but... If you've got a company that needs to try something in collections, uh, SACL CAI, they do collections early out billing, They purchase charged off receivables. And if you have some need of a phone system to contact a bunch of people, SACL CAI does that too. They're really just a a contact company. You may need to contact people to collect money from them. You may need to contact them to tell them to vote in a certain way, whatever it is. SACL CAI does this kind of thing, and uh, Jason Osborne, the principal over there, is... uh, a big supporter of Free Talk Live. You can find out more by going to Sakel CAI's banner at freetalklive.com.
0: So we've been talking uh, about God, the nature of the universe, uh, theological sorts of uh, spirituality discussions, Quakerism, uh, all over the place here. And I, for the remainder of this conversation, however long it lasts, I, I want to start using the term goddess instead of God, just because... It, it makes more sense, doesn't it? Especially if God is the creator. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And the, really you, are you suggesting I just, that women create... Uh, um, life? B- life?
1: Uh, yeah. No. Uh, God. <laughs> I've got as many chromosomes as she God
0: does. Don't they'll, they'll oh, get him please. started. You. You
2: know how quickly science will get, you know, how much sooner science will replace males before it can replace females in the reproductive process? Perhaps yeah. <laughs> they'll be and merging ovums much sooner than they'll be merging sperm cells into people right. and then like Mark, raising that sperm. It's, el- Mark always a likes baby.
0: he likes to act like he's like as as important a part in the process as though he has to spend nine months pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> bunch of nonsense. So <laughs> I, I, anyway, I, goddess Brittany, is what I'm going to say, it's just simply because we're so. Before programmed. forget,
2: though, I did want to say that I like the way you described Quaker. Qu- uh, the Quaker religion is more of a process than a belief system. It's a process of trying to expand your uh, a spiritual knowledge. That's, you know. that's the terminology I yeah. use. It's
1: a practice, and it's a mm-hmm. um, they they classify it as mysticism because, you know, people sit around silently in a room waiting for God to speak. And, you know, <laughs> surprise, he does! Um, you know, so they, they the practice is sort of, to me, what it is that uh, distinguishes Quakerism.
0: I think, you know, goddess might more a- adequately be described as it, but we're so constantly bombarded with the image of the male, bearded, old man, uh, monotheistic kind of God uh, image that uh, I just kind of want to battle that in my own mind by no my the image of, of
2: god is from monty python and the meaning of life the one in the clouds that, and the, the one out in the universe that like gets pregnant like a meteor flies in and she gets pregnant and then spews out a bunch of stars gosh it's and uh, the universe gosh like that's been bang. so long i don't it's even a remember
0: it yeah it is oh, you need to watch it again that was got, so
2: the meaning of life yeah it tells that you that that, my all the answers you need to know that was right one, there that, in that one movie
0: that was my favorite that's the one where uh the topless women are chasing the guy at the very end right I don't know if that's the... That's not the very end, I don't think. It's At least at one part. There's yeah. a whole lot. That's my most memorable part, because I was a teenager. There's the fat guy who says, uh, you better get a bucket.
2: That's the most yeah. memorable part for me, and my favorite part of the whole movie is the guy who eats so much he explodes. Lots of vomit,
3: yeah.
0: All right. Uh, let's go back to Matt in Illinois. You are back on the line, Matt. Any other thoughts in this whole discussion about the, the universe?
3: Well, <laughs> while you guys were talking, I thought of this. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie was... Uh, uh the movie War Games. Where at, at the beginning, there's a science teacher, and, and he asks uh, the class, "Who, who thought of uh, asexual reproduction?" And the, the kid stands up and says, "Your wife."
5: <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. <laughs> I thought uh, it was funny. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's just um, it, it, I, I, I was. My main point was the free thought or the free, the free will. Aspect of it, and that it, it seems to me that as a, if there is a, a struggle for uh, good versus evil going on here, and, and I believe that there is, uh, that neither one, neither good nor evil, really knows for sure which way it's going to uh, going to turn out. And um, uh, um, well. you know, it seems to me that the evil would be trying to to force other people with, you know, threats of violence and such, to think like they do, rather than let letting the person, through uh, experience and through persuasion, evolve on his own path. And doing that, trading with people uh, voluntarily, in other words, the voluntary society that uh, that Ian often speaks of, it seems to me to be more of a path of evolution yes. than... Uh, than the socialist t- types of governments we seem to be heading for.
0: I absolutely agree, and thank you for the call tonight. Great uh, comments. 800-259-9231. And I think it's important for us to make that choice to choose the voluntary society. To understand, I, I think it's
2: it's. I mean, I I, I think that's almost inevitable. I really do, well, then you, uh, unless then we kill ourselves first, unless we destroy ourselves first. I mean, that you know, if you're, we're, we're at a certain stage in evolution well, if where it's we're pretty far
0: along. Well, wait a minute, Dale. I mean, now, if it's inevitable, then that means that there is no free ch- uh, free will, right? That if it's inevitable... What is free will?
2: I, I hate this discussion. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. This drives me nuts. <laughs> Everyone is... They toss this nuts. term around. They toss this term around, and I'm like, I don't even want to argue about whether I believe in it or not because I haven't heard a good explanation yet. Still to this day I get people arguing with me about oh it must exist I'm like hold on no 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 we don't even define what it is yet you know and because what must exist free free will okay and and it, and it drives me nuts because I know that people have all these notions I I understand on a sort of an emotional level what free will is mm-hmm. but I feel like it, and that's that's the problem is it gets lost in that emotion and people don't really want to analyze what it's all about. But your statement wasn't about free will. Your state your statement was about sort of statistical likelihood is that we're going to end up with a voluntary I, a I voluntary kind of society believe, in the future. In the future, I kind I believe in free. I, I I mean essentially I absolutely believe in free will from a compatibilist uh, approach. And whether there's more to it than that is certainly a possibility. I don't. I'm not. I don't know. But but I I feel like most people are talking about it without really knowing what they're talking about. And so. So uh, and, – and, and frankly, what it comes down to to me is if it exists, it's not that relevant to me because I, I think uh, that um, there is – and from a compatibilist approach means that the universe is so complicated – and and it's also there's there's also the nature of the fact that you cannot inwardly look, you can't observe yourself, you yeah. can't observe humans you can't don't know, know what motivates them. They have no a, idea. On an atomic level, you can't observe something without affecting it, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so we will never ever be able to predict the future to to any, any you know. There's no way to do it um, based on just by examining whatever we what, you know the place of molecules right now and what's going to happen uh, half a second from now. So, uh, so
0: you can make an educated guess, but. Certainly well,
2: on, on, certain, on a certain level, but, yeah. but it, it gets – Like I expo- predict we're
0: going to finish the show tonight.
2: It gets exp- yeah, and that's reasonable, but it yeah. gets exponentially more complicated. The whole thing about the butterfly flaps his wings and, it, yeah. and then it storms in Japan or not, depending mm-hmm. on whether the butterfly flaps his wings. The whole point of that exercise was to show that based on uh, the chain of events, it, the, 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 it's so, there are so many levels of complexity that get exponentially larger uh, uh, further away from the butterfly that it's impossible to predict. It's that complicated, and so I do believe, in from a compatibilist point of view, that we, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But, uh, but I do feel like it's it, what happens happens for a reason. I mean, every choice I make, I don't do it. I mean, what is the alternative to determinism? And to me, all I see is randomness. There is that there's like something that happens in a deterministic way, which I just think of as for a reason. Like I choose something and based we've seen, on criteria. And
0: we've seen earlier in our discussion mm-hmm. that out of randomness comes. Something comes yeah. some order. Yeah. So, can you define because determinism? choices
2: are being made, can even you? if it's on natural selection kind of choice. There's there are choices being made, and that's where order comes out of chaos. Uh, and so, I mean, and people would people wouldn't like me calling it a choice. You know, natural selection, like certain creatures died off and certain creatures continued to live on and it became more complex. Mm-hmm. And uh, people say they won't call that a choice. I'm like, okay, but, it, it, but it's, it's resulted, very similar.
0: But those, <laughs> those those things happening don't happen in a vacuum. They're the result of the, the choices that were being made. And they could argue, well, they're just animals. They're not making choices. Well, you know, they probably are to some extent making choices. I, I've seen my kitty cats make choices. Oh, yeah. Um, and so so those animals dying off are the, the, the culmination of all of the choices that all of them made up until that point. Isn't that the case? Or that something else made. <laughs> More on the way here. You can take control. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the Sekel CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have updates. You get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on the list free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And you can learn how to promote the show at promote.freetalklive.com. Lots of different stuff you can utilize there. I utilize the Promote website today, as a matter of fact. I've been working on some advertisements for Free Talk Lives uh, for some like industry ads, so targeting radio station program directors. And I didn't have the font that I needed to do the Free Talk Live lettering. Well, it's there on our promotions uh, page promote.freetalklive.com. So you can take the Free Talk Live font, which isn't actually ours, it's something called Opium, and you can utilize that in, in whatever the ways you want to. There's Free Talk Live vector graphics and all kinds of neat ideas as to how you can get the show on more radio stations and stuff like that over at promote.freetalklive.com.
1: Well, if we're plugging stuff on freetalklive.com, we also have the, the new beta of the the website, and I don't know whether you really call this a beta or not. It's, it's more like an alpha, because it hasn't yet. It doesn't even have all the pieces put together. But it, you can see what the new FreeTalk Live website is going to look like at prep.freetalklive.com.
0: I don't think you can call it an alpha because I don't think alphas are ever open. Are alphas ever open to the public? I don't think so. This yeah, is like going think, to a restaurant yeah, before
2: they've finished the walls. I pretty much now. think you just have like the in-company in, in company paid testers doing alphas. right? You know. Alpha... You, beta is like you're, you've you got a select audience that can use it to well, try you can, it out. You no can have a private
0: data. beta. That's, a, that's a, a private beta test is the selected audience. Uh like what Google uh, had their Google Voice that was in the testing phase. You could only get in if you had an invitation, but then you can That's have an open a beta is then you can have an open beta, a public beta. Like Gmail, Google's mail service was in beta for a year or two and anybody could get in and, and, and utilize that. Yeah. So okay, now we've explained what beta means. Yep. Uh what yeah, pre- and- it PrEP is the beta site, prep.freetalklive.com. Don't tell me what you think. <laughs>
1: Email johnson at johnson at Com.
0: All right, uh, toll-free number 800-259-9231. Still on the, uh, the theological discussion here, uh, the the universe, the nature of things, free will, determinism. Uh, your comments, let's go to, I believe we have uh, Michael listening to KBYO in Louisiana. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, you're on the air.
8: Can you hear me? Okay. Yes,
0: sir. What's on your mind tonight, Michael?
8: I heard just bits and pieces. I just picked up a radio station going on at the interstate here. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned uh, something about Christian beliefs, believing that God is the trees, but yes, we we're separate or something like that. Remember that.
0: Well, I think there are differing Christian beliefs, uh, and my question was, for Christians, do you believe that you are separate from God? I mean, the, the whole suggestion that there is a creator, um, I think in a way suggests that the creation is separate from, but do you believe that? Oh, yes,
8: I do. And, I, so, and as a Christian, I wouldn't believe that God is the tree. He's the creator of the tree. He's not everything. Uh, he created everything.
0: Well, what about so, the Bible me, passage? What about the Bible passage that says God is all in all? Mark, you said that's in the Bible, right? That's correct. I, I would have to read.
8: I heard that particular phrase. I'd have to look at it, you know, in context. Was about that. What's the context, Mark? Do you recall? It.
1: Oh man, it's one See, of if you've done it,
8: Read it. It's God one of Paul's letters. Oh, no, I,
1: I can absolutely not just pull it up in a second and read oh, it to you. Paul, yeah. right. Um,
8: but, was you know, a nut. If, I mean, God is, You know, God created everything, so in that sense, I mean, He is. He is omni- omniscient and omnipresent and everything like that. Uh, he does know everything, which is, if you read the Bible and you see the prophecies that's predicted, that was written hundreds of years, you know, they come true 100% of the time. So he had to have known what was going to happen or the prophecies couldn't come true. You know, Daniel has a lot of prophecies concerning Babylon would be the empire, and then you got the Medes and Persians would be the next empire, and then Greece
0: so They're you wrong. believe that so you believe that God is uh, God is all-knowing and also just as an aside how do you how are you so certain that God is a he why couldn't it be a go- goddess and, uh, and be a she
8: every terminology in the Bible mentioned is it, mentioned in the masculine
0: so it's all because of what's in the Bible I see, I see. Right, uh, yeah I
8: mean basically the bottom line if, if you believe the Bible is the word of God then you've got certain beliefs based on that and if you don't believe the Bible's the word of God then then the you can believe anything you want to. But so, there's nothing to gauge it by.
0: So, do you believe that you have uh, the, you have the ability to choose? Do you have free will, or is it all predetermined? Uh, does it, does, is is it predetermined? Does God know everything that's yeah. uh, going to happen?
8: It, that was a good discussion. I, I, yes, we have free will, but God is sovereign, so He has complete control. We, he knows what we're going to choose. Just that you have a child that loves uh, I, you know hot fudge sundae, and they hate spinach. And you offer them those two choices. They can choose. They have the free will to choose. But you know, as the parent, they're going to choose off post Sunday. Because you you know. So they have the free will. So they choose the Sunday. But yet you knew it. So knowing what's going to happen is not deciding for you what's going to happen. You know? You so,
0: then, so yeah,
2: I follow what you're, so, what you're saying. When yeah. the child, yeah. here's something to think about. The child, uh, the, is the child's soul making the decision, or is the child's body making the decision to have the sponge or the hot fudge sundae?
8: Oh, you're probably going too, too, too deep for my intellect. Oh, okay,
2: sorry. <laughs> what well, do you think God, do you think God has free will? Well, God is He's holy, so He's
8: separate. He's outside of time, and so that's the definition no? of God, He can't sin. I mean, He 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 can't sin. He's separate from sin, so. And I don't really know
1: how to answer. He's. he's okay. Okay, now, he's, uh, there's. He can do what
8: he chooses, and he is always going to choose what's in his character and in his nature. Now, Michael,
1: Michael, there are um, there, there are sins listed in the Bible that are about thought, right? Jesus says that uh, to the Pharisees right. something to the effect that, uh, you know, you say you've never killed a man, but I say to you, if you feel wrath against your brother, you have as good as killed them. You say you've never slept with another man's wife or something like that, and but I say to you, if you've lusted after them, that you've as good as sinned. Uh, so. Uh, these these are thoughts, and God's omniscient and He knows everything. So, how can God be omniscient and be sinless if He can has to know everything? And one of these things to know is sins that are thought in the mind.
8: Well, I mean, knowing the thoughts, He's not doing the thoughts; He, he just knows the thoughts, but He's not.
2: Well, neither is the person, but He says but the, the person is sinned by, by thinking them.
8: Right. I mean, with with the creation, right. And if we have these thoughts, then we're sinning. The fact that God knows that doesn't mean he's sinning. He just knows that.
0: See, it's and, the, it's exactly as I predicted, Mark. It's the God exemption. See, God is exempt yeah. from all that, right?
8: Yes. Yeah. He,
0: so he's yeah, like government. Like,
8: he's God, he, and he can do what he wants. And and the, I think of the, the sins of the thought, that just shows us that we we never can be good enough in our own power You know, he, to, he just, to get to heaven.
2: I just inspired a thought for me. It's not a new thought for me, but it's a way of expressing it. You can choose. We can choose what we're going to
0: do, but we can't choose what we want. I'm not sure what that means. Thank you, by the way, for the call tonight, uh, Michael. I I appreciate it. Can you elaborate a little bit? Well,
2: this is the whole thing I'm talking about with not understanding what free will is before you argue whether it exists or not. And I'm like, my choices are who I am. So, so uh, certainly I'm choosing all these things, but I mean, I think a lot of people. What I think people have this notion of free will, and uh, it, it's it's almost just. It, it, I don't know. It's, to a lot, it seems to a lot of people like it's just a justification system for punishing people. Like they 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 chose that, so we can punish them for it. We can we can we can get you know revenge. Well, because or because, if, them because, and, because if because
0: they had to admit or or that it, mad at them. Well, because if they had to admit that there was no free will, then therefore it would have been an act of God in their mind, right? Like if if. Uh,
2: well, it's just it's just there's sort of this idea that well if there's no free will then uh, we can't hold anyone accountable for the decisions they that they make, which is a ridiculous which is ridiculous. I I don't know again you know I don't think they even they they don't even have it solid in their mind what free will is before they start arguing for it. You know it's like I can you know we make choices obviously obviously we're making choices. I think there's a process going on and we make choices. So you believe there's more the to free is, will
0: than the ability well, to choose. I, we,
2: well I don't choose what I want. What I want affects what I end up choosing ultimately to do. Mm-hmm. So I am making choices, but I'm not choosing what I want. That's part of who I am. A lot of what I want is 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 me. That's that's who I am, and and it's constantly changing as right. I interact with the world. But that's who I am. Right. So, I want the ch- hot fudge sundae that he's talking about, but I didn't choose to want the hot fudge sundae. You might have chosen to eat it, but the reason you chose to eat it was because you wanted it, and you wanting it overwhelmed uh, this other this other motivation inside you that said i don't want to get fat
1: now i think you can train your i think you can train yourself to want different things but it it, it takes time but wanting to train yourself had to be there before you would choose that which is true (laughs) certainly there's you know motivations out there fatness being one of them
0: Toll-free number is 800-259-92. gelatinous, fat hanging over your 31-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Rippling when you chuckle.
1: Mm. It's <laughs> nothing good about that.
0: Hour number three is on the way. You can bring up whatever you want. That's the point of the show. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL-CAI. More on the way. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We go into your phone calls about anything. Brooke is on the line from the Freedom Ride. Brooke, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Hey, y'all. It's Brooke Kelly and Kat Pratt with Freedom Ride, and we got arrested today at the border.
0: Oh, no. Which border are you referring to?
9: We're trying to cross over from Canada to America. We went with no passports. Really? And we're we're near Detroit, uh, like on the Detroit side.
0: That's where the Motorhome Diaries guys uh, recently also had some trouble. We've posted video of what uh, of some of the audio of what happened to them, what the border patrol thugs were saying in a, I guess when they were searching their motorhome, uh they had a some sort of recording device in there. That was rolling, uh, recording audio from them, and I don't think they knew that was happening. So you really get to hear what the the border patrol says behind your back. Uh, you can get that audio at freekeen. dot com. But you got arrested, so why are you on the phone with us now? How did that? Are you out of their clutches? What's the story?
9: Yeah, they let us go, but I was pretty shocked to hear that about Motorhome Diaries guys because they all had passports and. We went. We went just to see like what would happen and, and to visit some friends and stuff. And anyway, they they detained us. They pulled us over because they said that I didn't have an address and that was suspicious because I travel full time. Mm. And they they stopped us and questioned us. They accused us of being gay, which wow.
0: <laughs> we told them we
9: weren't.
2: What
1: difference does it we're make? Gay
9: lovers. What difference would know, it
2: make if you're gay I, lovers? I, the, so this I, is the American side. Of this is Canada. Greeners. No, she was going from Canada to America, so it would be the American screeners, right?
9: Yeah, it was American. They oh, because really-
2: I know the Canadian screeners have been insanely awful lately, the story, only stories I've heard, which really blows my mind. Because I, I, I get the impression that, that their police state is not as bad as ours, but their Border Patrol agents seem as bad.
0: So they, they're numbered. The Border Patrol agents in Canada have numbers. They don't actually have names. Um, so uh, so you made it into Canada okay, and then when Canada- you were- you were... Yeah, in
9: Canada we were detained and they asked a lot of questions. And then they find, they search, they kind of searched our car, but then they kind of, then they just let us go through. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the American side, it got really nasty. Like they they pulled me out of the car and put me in cuffs. I turned around and Kat's standing there in cuffs, and she didn't do anything. She was just sitting there. She did nothing at all. Like they 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 said that they were they put me in cuffs because I refused to hand in my car keys, but. I I didn't understand this until we got in there, but come to find out, they say that the Constitution at the border is completely null and void and that they have every right to do what they did and that they can do that because they are wearing badges.
4: Yeah,
0: they've got guns, too. So so why did they let you go? I mean, if you're in handcuffs, it does seem like you've been arrested. Were there charges being pressed at all, or is it just a a way to keep you immobile while they searched your car and, and did stuff?
7: Hey guys, this is Kat. I figured I'd explain the rest of this. Okay, um,
0: sure. Did they separated
7: my- us, and, uh, took us to holding rooms, and uh, had us up against the walls to search us. And then when they came back and we were asking why we were being held in cups, um, they said we actually assaulted the officer. By asking questions, and uh, asking questions apparently impedes their ability to do their job, which they <laughs> say is assault upon the officer, and that was why we had been arrested.
0: Wow. That's amazing to me, because... Now you can assault police officers by talking by to them. By asking questions. No, you can answer the questions, Mark, and that if you answer their questions, then that's not assault. That's just being a good little surf, but if you ask questions, then you're verbally assaulting them, apparently. Well,
1: they must be assaulting me if I'm doing the same thing that oh, they're Oh, no, doing. it doesn't
0: work that way. They have an exemption. You know, like the whole God thing we're talking about—God yeah. is exempt from sinning, even though He knows what it feels like to sin. Uh, so, so how how did y'all get out? I mean, I still—I guess I still don't realize what happened there.
7: Well, they had us sitting there for a while after they uh, they searched both Brooke and I and asked, and asked us about uh, where we lived, and I guess did a background. It really—the interrogation wasn't as bad as Canada. Canada—they asked us much more invasive questions about exactly how much money we had in our bank accounts. They wow. said they were embarrassed how much money was in our bank accounts. They wanted to know where we were traveling in the United States. They asked much more invasive questions in Canada. And uh, wow. the United uh, Border Patrol, they really they searched us um, and then left us sitting there, and they did an entire search of our car, took everything out of our car. Oh. And uh, we actually have a – did you want to mention this, book? We actually have a memory card from uh, one of the phones, or not from our phone, from the, uh, yeah. the video camera that is missing. And they swear up and down that they didn't touch that memory card, and they wanted us to go back in the building to file a report so that we could get uh, the money for the memory card, but what? that's not going to work what was on it, and they, it's just gone.
0: They claimed they would pay you for a memory card that uh, they lost? That they didn't lose. that they, Well, they believe they didn't lose
7: didn't lose it, that they didn't touch it, but that it's gone and we could file a report and it, they would uh, replace it.
2: Were you recording them? Is that the thing? No, no, we talking? didn't have okay.
7: recording them. Uh, they took my cell phone as soon as I got into the building, so I had no way of recording anything, but uh, oh. Brooke had a memory card in the car and it's it's gone.
0: Very interesting. So how long did this whole ordeal take?
7: Um. From start to finish, about
0: four hours. That's amazing. Jeez. And so, so you've been charged with a federal assault crime. Do you have a court date, or I, I guess I'm still a little confused about how all this has come out. I mean, is there a charge that's sitting uh, here that you have to deal with?
7: No, they didn't charge us for anything. Um, as soon as they finished searching our car, they pretty much said we were free to go. Um, so they were
0: they were scaring you when they said that you assaulted the officer. They didn't actually charge you with something.
7: They didn't actually charge us with anything. They put us in the cops, and then there's a big board on the wall that has um, laws about dealing with border patrol. And they pointed to the one that said we had assaulted the officer, and that was why we were being held. Mm -hmm. And they never actually charged us with, with anything. So as soon as they were done dissecting our car... Um, they said we were free to go. It's
0: all so arbitrary. I mean, you're talking about the uh, the return side, uh, the Detroit area of the border between uh, U.S. and Canada. And as I was saying, the Motorhome Diaries guys were just up there. They didn't have that particular issue. It took them a few hours, a couple hours to get through as well. Uh, But as you're saying, you went through without passports, and there's supposedly some new rule that says that you're not supposed to be let back into the country if you don't have a passport, which they're supposedly bending that rule for now, which – uh, whether they will continue to bend it or not, I think, remains at question. I think they may continue to do it because how could they not let you back in? If you've got ID from the United States and you're clearly somebody that uh, is uh, domiciled in the U.S., eventually they'll have to let you back in because can I throw
1: you in cancuffs for a little well, while? Right,
0: and that's what they did. That's basically it seems like a, an intimidation tactic. Were you lectured uh, by them that, hey, girls, you need to get your passports?
7: No, they didn't say anything about the passports. Really? Um, Actually, in Canada, it really was obvious that it was just for intimidation because they searched through everything in our car except for one large box full of camping gear. We could have had anything hidden in there, but they didn't search it. So the search really was just for intimidation purposes.
0: Well, it sounds like they were trying to intimidate you on the the border on the US side because the motorhome guys didn't face that level of uh of fear, the fear factor. I mean, they I don't think they cuffed any of the motorhome guys. They certainly took them uh away from the vehicle and and you know, uh, restricted their freedom, but I don't think it went that that their, far. Their problems were getting into Canada, right? No, they have problems though, with the with the U.S. guys. They had problems okay. with the Canadian guys and with the U.S. and and what the Canadian
2: ca- guys, as I understand it, took their paraphernalia all their pamphlets from the, Amar- there, were of the we're left. there were two incidents. There were two incidents.
0: The first incident where they tried to go up to Canada through Vermont, all of their uh, their ag- I think it was the agorist stuff they had, the Alliance of the Libertarian Left, all of that uh, info was was confiscated. And then and they the, made a, they made a wrong turn and they accidentally went up to the yeah. Detroit one and and they had a tough time there and There was as well. an audio
2: recording from that one that blew my mind. Yeah,
0: yeah.
7: Go ahead, Kat. I, I was just saying that. And they, uh, from what I read, they went through the Motorhome Diary guys' uh, laptops, which was something I was really worried about. And I actually took the time to go through the stuff on my laptop to make sure there was everything was. I was okay with people seeing, but but there's really nothing I can do. I mean, my browser history has Campaign for Liberty and whatnot on there, and if Mm -hmm. they see that, that's an automatic these are people to be suspicious of, and that's pretty upsetting that we have to be worried about bumper stickers in our cars and and what websites we're going to. I, I believe that's the state that we're living in, and the guy... Uh, The Border Patrol agent swore to me that we do not live in a police state.
0: Um, (laughs) Hey, Kat, if you've got more, hang on. I'm going to bring it back, and I definitely want you to plug the Freedom Ride here in a moment. More coming up with uh, Kat and Brooke uh, from the Freedom Ride. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up what you want. Just dial toll free at 1 800 259 9231. That's the Sickle CAI toll free line, 800 259 9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's Free Talk Live. Dot .com and those features include the live streams. We have a broadband version of the show, a dial-up version, and even a webcam. It's all free at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com.
1: Audiblepodcast.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audiobooks, magazines, and radio shows for your iPod or MP3 player. Try them out by downloading a free audiobook at audiblepodcast.com/ftl. That's audiblepodcast.com/ftl. It's the only way to get the free book.
0: All right, the girls from the Freedom Ride are on the line here with us uh, one at a time. We've got Kat, I think, still there. Uh, Kat, are you guys still in Michigan at this time?
9: Uh, it's Brooke now. We're, we're on our way to Detroit. We're almost there.
0: Okay, so you just got out of the clutches then of the uh, the Border Patrol agents after having spent four hours, a lot of it in handcuffs, being harassed and threatened and, uh, you know, scared, intimidated by these uh, border guards suggesting that you'd assaulted one of their officers and that, you know, there, this could be bad. Uh, but they ended up just letting you go, thank goodness, and you're not facing any sort of federal court date ...or anything like that, so I suppose it could have been worse, at least you didn't have to spend the night uh, at the border guard station... ...but it seems like this is becoming a regular occurrence, at least for the activists that have been crossing the border... ...as the Motorhome Diaries guys from MotorhomeDiaries.com have been experiencing some very similar treatment... ...at the hands of these border thugs on both the Canadian and the U.S. sides. They've been having a tougher time with the Canadian guys than with the U.S. guys. You managed to get through Canada, but it wasn't an easy process and then you got harassed by the, the, the U.S. guys on the way back. How can people learn more about the Freedom Ride, Brooke?
9: Uh, they can go to RestoreTheRepublic.com backslash blog, V-L-O-G. Everything is documented there from the very beginning. And um, today, like, they, they, read, they searched and they read my mail. The cat like is extremely upset that they touched her crotch and her breasts and places she didn't want to be touched. And they broke my wings, and it's it's really we're having a hard time with this. We're having a rough week.
0: That's that is rough because uh, anybody that has uh, anybody that was at the Porcupine Freedom Festival knows what you mean when you say your wings. Um, can you describe what those are?
9: Um, I I'm a fairy, actually.
0: <laughs> so you actually have a, a costume. You have uh, wings that you you have you can put on yourself, and you were wearing those uh, at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. How in what way did they break them? I'm not going to do it, Mark. It's too easy. (laughs) It is
9: easy. It's big. There's holes in them in several places. They broke two pair of my wings, and I feel violated. I mean, they know what kind of panties I wear. They know what kind of vitamins I take, and it's it's a really invasive process. It's the first time I've ever been in handcuffs, first time I've ever been searched like that. Wow. not right. it's, not. No, always-
0: it's not right. No, agree. It's not right. definitely but, not right. But it's also becoming a, a typical scene. It's also becoming uh, something that happens fairly often, and most Americans don't know what to do about it. I have to say it's a it's a pretty difficult. We were talking about earlier. How do you how do you deal with these people? How how do you? I mean, you can't cross the border without being molested these days, and it seems like it's gotten much worse from the time that uh, Julia and I took a trip to Canada. About uh, I guess it's been almost two years ago at this point. Uh, it seems to have changed quite a bit. We had no problem getting into Canada. But then again, maybe it's just arbitrary. Maybe it just happens to be that we hit a good bureaucrat and uh, you guys have just been hitting the the bad guys. And I'm sure there are more baddies than there are uh, good ones. So maybe we just got lucky. Maybe there's still something to the idea of coming back uh, across at a more obscure border checkpoint. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. That's what we did when we came back. Uh, We came back through one of the sort of the back roads where there's just this little teeny installation and two guys were there working. Uh, They didn't do too much that was too hardcore. We didn't even have to get out of the car uh, in that particular case. So was that totally random? I don't know. It could be that you could choose one of the back road ones and get violated even worse because there's nobody checking on anybody there. I don't know. It's very uh, confusing and, and outrageous all at the same time. I'm glad you guys are okay and you're not in a in a prison cell and what else can you say? I mean, at least you're not in jail.
9: Yeah,
7: at least. Um but I really didn't feel like we were going through just as activists. I felt like just every other civilian um because this time when we were going through, we just wanted to get through. We weren't trying to make a statement. We don't have any bumper stickers on our cars. It would okay. it would make stand out in any way. The only thing was that we didn't have the passports, but uh I was very yes sir, no sir and Uh, almost to the point where I'm mad at myself that I compromised my rights, just to avoid being Clinton cops, and that did not make a difference. That
0: you ended up there anyways. I, I think that's a great point, and I think a lo- I think it's lost on a lot of Americans. I think a lot of Americans think that if they just bow down and they just go along to get along, they'll be able to get through this. And your case is a perfect example of how that's not necessarily true. Now, maybe if the two of you had uh, been driving in—I don't know what kind of car you're you're driving, but I presume it's not like a Lexus. What are you? What are you? What are you driving?
7: it's a yellow Mustang convertible
0: actually Is it is it newer or is it is it older It's an a 01 Okay, so new-ish then. It's, it's not like you're driving a total beater across uh, the border. But you know maybe if you've been driving a Lexus and uh, you were wearing business attire, they wouldn't have messed with you as much. I don't even know. Maybe they, maybe they will now. But most Americans believe they can just bow down and go along to get along and that they'll be okay. But the fact is, as the tyranny continues, as the police state continues to grow larger, uh, you, more regular Americans will get caught up in this stuff. And then they'll be like we are and wondering what the hell they can possibly do about it. So you said they tried to convince you that this wasn't a police state?
7: Yeah, um, after uh, they let us go and we were confronting them about um, the memory card being gone, he kept telling me, uh, yeah, the, the Constitution isn't valid here. You have no rights, but it's not a military state. We do not live in a military state. Um, we're just doing what we need to do to protect everyone. Uh, right. But he did do the emphasis on you have no rights. You have no Fourth Amendment rights here, Um, all of that. He said it was held up in the Supreme Court, so they can do whatever they want without probable cause.
0: Sounds about like an accurate – I mean, mean, it sounds like it's an accurate statement, right? I mean, clearly you don't have rights. If you had rights, they'd be respected. So outrageous. (laughs) I mean, is this making you ever want to leave the country again?
7: no i'm I'm not going back across the border ever.
0: ever unless it's like a permanent thing like leaving for good maybe, uh, maybe that's what they want is for people, people to leave just, no one not
2: cross the borders anymore you know i mean i think I think they would like. Uh, more than anything, for everyone to do nothing more than what they absolutely want them to do, which is you know do your job and pay your taxes mm-hmm. and and stay out of any complications so that we can keep you know just milk you for what we want from you. I think I mean anything that you know makes their job easier, uh, which is to keep us enslaved and keep us working for certain goals
0: for them. Well, you then, mentioned yeah. You, I think you're right about that. And uh, Kat, you'd mentioned that they, uh, and I think we've got Kat back on the phone at this point. Uh, but you had mentioned that they were touching you guys in uh, ways that you might have found inappropriate. Some people might find inappropriate. Certainly, you didn't ask to be uh, touched in in those ways. And if you go to the, uh, the if you go to Freeking dot com or motorhome diaries dot com and you, you watch the motorhome diaries most recent video, you can hear those Canadian border guards making sexual comments. About uh, the the whole process of laughing risking people,
2: at, laughing about places they touch people inappropriately.
5: Yeah, laughing like
0: about uh, you know touching someone's testicles. I mean, yeah. this is how they t- this is how they take this stuff. This, they're not taking it seriously at all. It's just a big joke that they get to feel people up. I, I thank you for the call tonight, and I'm glad you're all right. And please keep us in the loop as to anything that develops with the Freedom Ride. Thank you, ladies. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, you can bring up what you want. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We have our Facebook profile. You can go and become a fan at facebook.freetalklive.com. That's facebook.freetalklive.com.
1: And join more than half a million people who have trusted LegalZoom.com for their common legal documents. You can incorporate your business, create a will or living trust, and even register a trademark. It's empowering you and protecting you with common legal documents that people trust. It's LegalZoom.com. You use code FTL, save $10 off your order. LegalZoom.com. I may not want the government all in my business, but, well, while it is, I'm going to have the documents that protect my family. LegalZoom.com.
0: So, as I mentioned earlier, I think we finally have tapped out on the phone calls. You're welcome to dial in about anything. Tis the point of the show. But I got an email from David at the White House. The White House keeps emailing me. They must think I'm special. Dear friend, this is probably one of the longest emails I've ever sent, but it could be the most important. Across the country, we're seeing vigorous debate about health insurance reform. Unfortunately, some of the old tactics we know so well are back. Even the viral emails that fly unchecked and under the radar. Are they suggesting they might like to check people's emails? Is that, is that kind of a, is a hidden keep suggestion? Keep track of them. Yeah. Uh, radar? You know, what do you do with radar? You keep track of things. Spreading all sorts of lies and distortions. As President Obama said at the town hall in New Hampshire, where we do disagree, let's disagree over things that are real. Not these wild misinterpretations that bear no resemblance to anything that's actually been proposed. So let's start a chain email of our own. At the end of my email, you'll find a lot of information about health insurance reform distilled into eight ways reform provides security and stability to those with or without coverage, eight common myths about reform, and eight reasons we need health insurance reform
2: now. Can we talk about that statement right there, which sounds awful like a distortion? This is something I keep hearing is, is people for health insurance reform and people against health insurance reform. But this is a specific reform proposal that mm-hmm. people are against. It doesn't mean they're against health care reform. That's a distortion, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that love to see it reformed in a different way. Absolutely. Yeah, me uh, too.
0: So he passes on. He says, well, pass this email on to people. So here's what he has to say. It's uh, from their real. They've set up a website uh, they, to knock down the rumors and the lies that are floating around the Internet. And, uh, and then he says, we've added a video from the Health Reform Office tackling a viral email head-on. Then they link to it. So eight ways reform provides security and stability to those with or without coverage. Number one, it ends discrimination for pre-existing conditions. Insurance companies will be prohibited from refusing you coverage because of your medical history. And really, that's all you need to know. Really, we don't need to go through the rest right. of the list, but we will. Right. That's the, that's the very end of it.
1: Discrimination. Uh, this, is, this is straight from Rush Limbaugh's lips. I, I've heard it before, and it makes perfectly good sense. Discrimination's a good thing when you're uh, dealing with different people. I mean, are you indiscriminate on the people that you kiss? I mean, think about it for a second. This is healthcare, care, Mark. It's more important. <laughs> so I should be indiscriminate about who, with whom I deal with? Don't you care about people? Um, I don't care enough to necessarily do business with them.
0: So you're Not telling in that me you don't care fashion. about sick people? Sure I do. Well, how are they going to get help? <laughs> people I, need coverage. Hopefully they'll take care of themselves. They need coverage. How can They're sick already. Well, why do they need coverage? They can't coverage? afford it. They can't afford to take care of themselves.
1: They would have been able to uh, take care of themselves if the government hadn't gotten involved in health care in the first place. What
0: are you going to do now? They're here. They're now. This is how
1: it is. But socialism doesn't solve socialism. Big government doesn't solve big government. Well, it's your solution. My solution is to get the government completely out.
0: Well, then who's going to take care of the
1: sick? <laughs> the same
0: people that took care of the sick before the government got involved. People that care and are operating right. on a voluntary basis.
1: Absolutely. the the thing The thing is, is you know, Wayne read uh, some some prices from uh, a hospital's bills. Uh, you know, I don't I don't even know what it was called, but basically the price list of a hospital back in the fifties before health care was provided oh, yeah, by every employer. So and, cheap. It was essentially it was two hundred and fifty dollars to have a baby, and that 's in today 's dollars mm-hmm. not it was it was thirty dollars and then when you bring that into today 's yeah. dollars that 's two hundred and fifty dollars to have a baby i 'd give them five hundred and be happy because it 's ten grand to have a baby with no complications and obviously that 's a no complications uh, situation there yeah. and i 'm sure maybe there 's maybe it 's extra for the 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 stays in the hospital. I have no idea, but this is this is what it was like in the fifties and then The government got involved and, you know, employers began having to provide health care. Therefore, people are beginning to use it. Once once you have the insurance, it's like having free health care and you don't have
2: you don't check yourself in the same fashion. It, 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 I think the better analogy is this is not insurance anymore. When you say you have to cover a pre-existing condition, I can wait until I get cancer to mm-hmm. get insurance. The whole point of the insurance... Well, you won't be able to, to
0: once this law passes. The
2: You'll, point of insurance is a lot of people are paying into it. Most of them are not using what they're paying into it, except that now insurance covers you know just going to the doctor because you people have a people are mostly throat. healthy. People yeah, are mostly people, healthy. People are mostly healthy. I'll pay into it in case something happens. The point, is, But if you can't not cover pre-existing condition, I can wait until I get cancer, and then someone has to cover me. And that means everyone who, who wants to just be covered uh, just in case and actually use insurance instead of this magic, we just pay for you because you're sick thing, it, it, people who have to – their costs will go up.
0: The original, uh, it wasn't the original intent behind insurance to cover the catastrophic stuff for the yes. most part. wasn't that yes. the intent?
2: Yes, the whole people would. The idea, you know, it's it's like the, it's like your car insurance paying for your, uh, your gas. gas, right? And what's going to happen change. is car insurance pays for your gas, and then and, the, and that that's what's happened with insurance is it was supposed what happens, to cover catastrophic things, and you're supposed to pay into it, and it was a lot cheaper because you weren't they weren't covering every right. little thing that you went to the doctor for. You paid out of pocket. Well, what happens
0: is those prices you know, go up. Because if you have insurance, you don't have to think about price anymore. Right. So the the customer is insulated from that process of having to actually pick up the phone a few times and call a few doctors and say, as I did when I was getting my vasectomy, Hey, how much is a vasectomy? Right. You know, and uh, and then going around and shopping around and actually learning what they're getting and, and learning about what the cost is. When it's insurance, they just say to themselves, Oh, well, insurance will cover this, and so I'll just go wherever and pay what, and the insurance company will pay whatever, which increases their prices. Which which increase the insurance premiums, plus there's the whole regulatory factor.
2: Yeah. And this isn't an insurance for the reasons I just gave, because you can do it when you wait until you get sick to do it, because they have to cover you. Mm-hmm. So it's not insurance anymore. So the analogy of discrimination that you're talking about, uh, it's not discrimination on irrelevant factors. It's discrimination on completely relevant factors. It's, it's like discriminating. It's like if you're hiring someone to teach math. And you're discriminating on the basis of math ability.
0: Yeah, they're an English That's teacher. That's a
2: good thing to discriminate on. Right. <laughs> it's not a good thing to discriminate on the basis of their religion or, their, or their, their sex or their color. Those are stupid things that have nothing to do with whether a person is a good math teacher. But how good they are at math and how well they understand math is 100% relevant, and you should discriminate on that basis. And, we, and this is something that insurance companies ought to discriminate
0: on. Now, we've just pointed out a number of reasons, uh, a number of things that are wrong with the current system. And it's it's just short-sighted to say that because you're against this government plan, this proposal, that you're in somehow favor of the status quo. I'm not in favor of the status quo. I think the status quo is one messed-up situation that has more to do with the government being involved than anything else. But let's move on here in their list of eight, eight ways reform will provide security. Now, we've been down this 8 reasons before, but they didn't in, They didn't get into a little detail, as they are here, as to what they mean when they say them. So I remember when we first read this list, we didn't really know exactly what some of them meant. So you'll get a better idea now of exactly what they have in mind, not that it's going to be in any way uh, identical to what the bill says, but this is their proposal. Oh, sure.
1: And that's the thing, is no matter what they say today, it'll be different. It's going to be different. Yeah. How different, I don't know, but whatever they decide to do, you'll take it. And... You just won't have a choice.
0: Yeah, and here's a big one. I mean, we pointed out that number one ending discrimination for pre-existing conditions is that's all you need to kill the insurance companies. That's all you'll, I, in my opinion, well, you'll need to bleed well, them dry. It's, it's
1: not going to kill every insurance company. And Obama makes, uh, makes the point that, Fed, uh, that FedEx and UPS are doing just fine. But FedEx and UPS, and, and, and he's right, and it's going to be exactly like that. FedEx and UPS provide premium uh, services. If it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight, you don't use the the post office for God's sakes. You use one of these services, and that's the post
0: office uses FedEx.
1: Would you want to send a a first class letter via uh, UPS or FedEx? Heck no! It costs too much because it's a premium service. More coming up.
0: You take control. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live. Only moments remain. Enough time for your call if you make it right now to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. We're talking about healthcare, care, but you can bring up whatever you want. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features, so enjoy those on us. Again, free talk Live dot com and if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. dot com Your $3 a month helps us get this show on more radio stations around the country, bringing more Internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com, join up, and get access to perks like the Amp Only Call-In Lines chat room, forum and more. Amp.freetalklive.com. Speaking of the Amp Call-In Lines, Gene, the Christian anarchist, is on the line with us from Tennessee. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Well, I wanted to chime in on health care since everybody else is uh, having their two cents worth. Um, I never talk about it on the air because my wife doesn't like to. But uh, the, that's what we do. We're in the healthcare industry. Okay. Um, my wife is a, a medical doctor, and I manage our, our practice, which is a um, it's a, a general medicine. Okay. And uh, so we know a little bit about the healthcare industry. We know what's going on, and uh, I think that what any kind of a time that you get the government's hands into something they're going to mess it up i mean they've already got medicine messed up pretty well yep. just with medicare and medicaid um and you, you help the run regulation. the office i mean
0: you you know what the uh the amount of time your employees are spending filling out paperwork what is it
6: we have at least we've it's probably one and a half employees just to deal with the paperwork so and her and your office. wife
0: herself how much does she have to do
6: uh, she does a lot, but most of what yep. she does is documentation because, uh, you know, that's due to lawsuits. You have to you have to very carefully document all the treatment decisions and everything that's done. Um, so that's that is a – in a way,
0: that's an effective government as well. The the litigious society in which we live is yeah, in many ways encouraged by the state.
6: A, the documentation is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. So I don't have anything really – bad to say about documenting uh, what you're, the treatment, that's, a, that's good medical practice. But the, all of the regulation regarding uh, HIPAA and uh, the amount of money that you get paid from Medicare and Medicaid, which, which in effect also determines what you're going to get paid by the private insurance companies, because private insurance companies look at Medicare payments. And they use that as a guide to determine what they're going to pay you. Yep. So, really, Medicare, the government's already pretty much controlling the amount of money that you get reimbursed for medical uh, treatment. Interesting. And when the government gets full control over it, of course, it's all going to look like Medicaid. Now, Medicaid, everybody who's on Medicaid knows that it's, it's terrible, the coverage is awful. Wait, is that the one for uh, old
0: people? No. No, that's Medicare. Got it.
6: Medicaid is what uh, a lot of poor people have. A lot of uh, people that are disabled, um, uh, they will get on Medicaid. Well, Medicaid as it is, you get, I think it's eight office visits per year. Now, if you require nine office visits during the year, you have to pay for that one. Of course, most Medicaid patients can't pay, so if you, uh, as a doctor's office, You have to keep track of your medications and find out when they've had eight eight visits, and then you have to tell them, well, you know, your next visit, uh, we can't see you unless you agree to pay for it. And, of course, they have the money to pay for it. So if you then see them for nine...
0: Gene? Gene?
6: It's not a good way to collect it from somebody who doesn't have any money.
0: You got cut out uh, for a moment. You said after nine, and then got cut out. What, What was that?
6: Oh, after the ninth visit, then, if you were to see the patient on the ninth visit, you will probably never see any money for that patient. So it's already a form of of forced welfare.
1: That's per year, right? Yeah. So the, the next then year the, you get
0: another eight visits out of the Yeah, person.
6: but, I mean, the procedures, it's limited to what procedures get covered. It's limited to how much they'll pay for everything. So, so what is your wife going
0: to do if this government thing keeps moving forward? I mean, it seems inevitable almost that it will. Um, is she going to get out of the business, or is she going to keep putting up with the, the, uh, the nonsense?
6: Well, it's unfortunate, but probably we would look for something else um, because, now, my wife has only been uh, – license to practice for five years. That's mm-hmm. when we moved here to the Memphis area. And uh, the first couple of years, we didn't make any. We didn't have to worry about taxes, and that was why when I told you a couple of years ago that we have to file income tax now, and I never did explain why that is. Because I
5: see.
6: when I did my own machine work, I could get away with not paying the, paying the man. But sure. when you have a medical license, they got you over a barrel.
0: Absolutely. They own so, you.
6: That's the only reason that we went back into paying the, the, the slave tax.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
6: but unfortunately, after only five years in medicine, uh, finally starting to turn a profit, uh, if the uh, single-payer plan ever does take effect, and I don't expect that it could happen sooner than two years, you know, yeah. it's going to take a while to turn all the things over. Right, they have to kill off the insurance companies leaving. first. Yeah, we would probably wind up leaving medicine.
0: And you wouldn't be the only ones either. There would be a lot of people who would make similar choices, people who would just throw in the towel and say, all right, I'm sick and tired of this. I've already had enough paperwork and and rules to deal with, and I'm not going to deal with any more of it. And then the the medical profession will lose some of its best uh, best people.
6: And I don't have to uh, uh, brag too much on uh, the ability of my wife because it's absolutely true that she's one of the best doctors around here most of the hospital nurses where she does her rounds are all her patients and they recommend her to mm. all of their family and friends and that's uh and, you know that's good for our business but yeah. it's primarily because of the care she provides she's one of the best doctors around here but if it gets really bad i mean we got we got uh roots in china too you know so we mm-hmm. can easily pack up and move out
0: jim I what was that? I don't know if you're getting call waiting or something like that, but you, oh. you keep cutting out uh, for, oh, for a I'm bit. Sorry. Final thoughts? But anyway, Go
6: ahead. Yeah, the bottom the bottom line is a lot of doctors will leave medicine.
0: Yep. No doubt about it, they, Gene. They th- thanks as always for the uh, the inside scoop, uh, and I appreciate it. Now, and now that we know, you know the. Uh, what you guys do for a living, feel free to continue updating us uh, as the the new regulations keep coming down and uh, let us know when you reach that breaking point, when that the straw breaks the camel's back, so to speak. I uh, thank you for the call. 800 259 9231. So we will continue here with the uh, friendly email from the White House. Senior advisor to the President, David Axelrod. His Written me an email, dear friend, and he goes on to uh, say, you should forward this on to everybody because there's all kinds of emails being forwarded with misinformation, so we're going to put out the truth. More misinformation. Number two, these are the eight ways reform from the government allegedly provides security and stability to those with or without coverage. Number two, it ends exorbitant out-of-pocket expenses, deductibles, or copays. Insurance companies will have to abide by yearly caps on how much they can charge for out-of-pocket expenses,
1: because the government is so good at determining what the free market needs. Just right. Take, remember so, the gas lines from the '70s? That's because the government was controlling the price of gas. So
0: they won't be able to. Uh, so they won't be able to charge you more than X per year, as far as if you go and you know, have a copay or something like that, or a, duct- a deductible. But that just means that they're going to pass that on to their customers. So that will manifest in the form of increased prices. So number one, uh, the discriminate, ending discrimination for pre-existing conditions will increase prices of the, the, the plan. Uh, number two, the ending the out-of-pocket expenses or li- limiting them will increase prices of the plans. And number three, it ends cost-sharing for preventative care. Insurance companies must fully cover, without charge, regular checkups – and tests that help you prevent illness, such as mammograms or eye and foot exams for diabetics. So, so without charge means they, that
2: it, as without an extra charge means that their rates will just have to go up to cover all yep. that.
0: meaning that, that that everyone will be able to just walk into a doctor's office and anytime be able to they want regular checkups. Be, well they may only be able to get so many per year, but uh, yes, they will well, be. Now the government's
1: telling that. me how many checkups a year
0: I need. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, they won't be able to charge you, which means, again, the price of the plan will go up. Number four, ends dropping of series of coverage for the seriously ill. Insurance companies will be prohibited from dropping or watering down insurance coverage for those who become seriously ill. Uh, again, increasing costs. Number five, ends gender discrimination. You know,
1: and I think that the insurance companies, to some extent, have made their little beds in this, in this area by deciding, uh, you know, the people... They've been that,
0: mean to people, no doubt about absolutely it.
1: Absolutely true. And that's the thing is that people have relied on their insurance company to provide their medical care. And, the, the, you know, that's what the problem is in the first place. Uh, this, uh, that, that article that uh, Wayne was reading from two nights ago or last night, the Of Two Minds blog where mm-hmm. the impossible cure to the healthcare um, situation, which is return to cash. Right. The government screwed it up in the first place. They deflowered the virgin, and now what they're going to do is turn her into a hooker in order to save her. It's just it it it, it's stupid, and it's the only it's it's the kind of solutions you can only get out of the government.
0: The government's plan here, and we've only gotten through a portion of it, is definitely to put the insurance companies out of business so they can take it all over and complete the transition to a government-run, 100% government-run healthcare system.
2: This is about people don't like free riders. That's why they want socialized health care. It's not because they care about people. It's because they're greedy and they don't want someone to get it for free. We'll see you tomorrow night.
4: Freetalklive.com.